Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Cameron James and Conchetta Caristo. We are mere days away from our live season. Kicking off in Melbourne, Saturdays in April, upstairs at Morris House, 4.30pm, April the 1st, April the 8th, April the 15th and April the 22nd. Great guests locked in for all of them. Excellent. Really great lineups, Tommy. Really looking forward to it. And, uh, and coming down to see you folks in Melbourne. Heard it's very nice this time of year. Yeah. Of course, then we shoot up to the hellhole that is Brisbane. Mm. Uh, no, it's good up there. It, that is May 20, Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. Um, tickets going very quickly for that. One show only, even though there's double episodes within the recording. But yep. that's the just the one ticket that you can possibly buy up there. So get on that, Brisbaneites. LittleDumDumClub.com, hop on them. Also, if you're listening to this, Hot Off the Presses, my show has kicked off at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's called Scam Artist, March 29 until April the 9th. Cooper's in, 7.30pm. It's a stand-up show about how my identity got stolen. Really looking forward to doing this one, so come on down and check that out. At some stage over the next 11 days, we'll talk to you more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this new episode with Cameron James and Conchetta Caristo. Mate, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and with me as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Oh, g'day, dickhead. And joining us today, all the way from Sydney, Australia. Oh, from our country's capital. Yeah, they're a little more, you know, down here on podcasts, we tell our long stories, but you know, up there, they're just, it's all punchlines, man. It's we do we, we do our podcasts up there. They do like 10 second podcasts up there, so... You, you might have to just wait a little bit longer than usual, guys. But uh, anyway, welcome into the show. Welcome back, Cam James and Conchetta Caristo. Yay. Yay. Yes. Thank yes. you. That's the end of the show, guys. We like to keep things yes. pretty fucking brief up here. Two, two, two great edgy. guests, one of one of which has had a sex dream about me, and also Conchetta's on the show, oh. so that's great. <laughs> How very Sydney of you. <laughs> that's actually interesting you brought that up, because I wanted to... I wanted to talk about that a little Please, bit. Please, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, because this, I believe, I this believe that's what you said in the dream as well. But uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> good lord! I didn't realise it was that kind of show. Fucking <laughs> hell! La Porchetta is open for Ill. business. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I was going. This on. show's getting blue and so my balls. I want to bust a nut, guys. Carl and I just have that kind of chemistry. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Maybe you and Carl have that kind of chemistry, but I have something special with Tommy as well. Yeah. And it's something that I've never actually spoken about on this oh, podcast. Wow. But it is that sometime, many years ago, I have had a semi-sexual experience with Tommy <laughs> Dassel. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. A semi. Bone. Bone is at a boner <laughs> over Tommy. What? <laughs> I don't even know if you remember this, Tommy, because uh, you were asleep Dr- for drugged. it. <laughs> was he consented? No, Jesus. no, no. I, we did share an apartment together in Brisbane, so I would like, you know, I was, there was one day I was limping around a fair bit, so I'd love some answers. This is an exclusive. Cam Bone is the Cosby of uh, Australian comedy. Is this, what's happening? Yeah. this is. Uh, this predates our Brisbane apartment, Tommy. This is a long time ago. It was back when you were living with Tom Ballard yep. in Melbourne. Mm. And you very kindly let me stay at your apartment while Ballard was away. Yeah. And so I was sleeping in Ballard's room. Yep. And I, we both gigged together. We had a great night, a few beers, a few Philly cheese steaks. We're having a good time. Yep. <laughs> I went home early. 
crashed out. Oh, no. And then I woke oh, up, no. I reckon, two hours no. later. I've, I've never prayed for a bad internet <laughs> connection more in my life. Are we back? <laughs> are we back? <laughs> i got a feeling, whatever you say next, i got a feeling we are going to have a particularly short podcast this week because Tommy, yeah. Tommy edits this show. So. <laughs> Is it working? Is it? Can you hear can us? You, yeah, can you not hear us? I can hear yeah. you. Okay, so oh. I woke up about two hours later to no. what can only be described as the sounds <gasps> no. of Tommy Dasolo yes. having incredibly acrobatic sex with his girlfriend at the time. No. Yes. Acrobatic. The wall. Yeah. Wow. Acrobatic. acrobatic yeah. Yeah. Like, you could hear I the acrobatics. Yeah. You could hear the circus away music could, playing. Could you hear them fall, fall on the net or what? <laughs> there was a could French clown running around. <laughs> I heard, first I woke up because I heard something smash. No. Oh. And I was like, fuck, it's, there's been a break in. And it, there was, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he smashed into the back of her. So, what was the position? Oh, I don't, I couldn't hear the oh, position. Right. <laughs> I was going to ask, could you, <laughs> could you hear whether it was like uh, v- vaginal or anal? Or was there a. Oh my God. <laughs> could you hear if it was good or not? Or? It sounded like they were both having a really good time. Okay, and, <laughs> and we like, woo! Yeah. I, I could hear both of them going like, yes! yes. <laughs> Weirdly. High five. Pam, are you hearing this? <laughs> Weirdly, I do have a vivid memory of this because it's the one and only time I've ever done it. So luckily this is seared into my memory. You've heard 100% of my rooting. Wow. That's great. <laughs> you you cop so you the audio cherry. That's very nice work. <laughs> it was one of those experiences because I was pretty drunk and I woke up and for a while I I was like, I, this must be a dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I darting on to heaven? Because I'm hearing some insane <laughs> orgasmic noises from male and female. Oh like, the God, room is shaking double. around me. Wow. Yeah. Were you, like, on board for Climax? Like, did you hear oh, yeah. it? <laughs> to the end? Did you pick it? <laughs> you like, and now? Uh, three, two, <laughs> one. Conchetta, how sweet of you to assume there would have been a Climax. <laughs> how? <laughs> How beautifully naive. I'm a hopeless romantic. Always leave them wanting more. That's my my motto in comedy and in the bedroom. You You get the light when you're having sex, right, Dessler? You go, I'm getting the light. That's me. I was going to ask you something you did. Did Were you running running that bedroom? Yeah. Did you come in? Yeah. uh, I was like, who books this? In in Sydney, you you just ring a little bell up there, don't you? You don't shine a light. Uh, now yeah. I'll finish on this. Oh. <laughs> and I'll finish on these. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. You have really played the long game here because I reckon that was yeah. like seven years ago. It was such a long time yeah. ago. It was about seven years wow. ago. And you've done the pod probably so, so much. How, and, <laughs> and you're doing <laughs> That's I've never brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy and I have never spoken I know, about it. Yeah. How many times have you come morning, onto this <laughs> podcast with that in the back pocket thinking, this is the one I whip it out on, and yeah. then we immediately get into Conchetta's sex dream, and you're like, yeah. if, I, if it's not today, then it's never going to happen. <laughs> I actually thought a long time ago, I thought, I'm going to let that story just be something special that we share, <laughs> right. not something that we right. give to the listeners. Yeah. And it wasn't until I re-listened to Conchetta on your live show that I thought, no, it's time. We need to talk about it. Because I don't know if you remember this, Daslo. The next morning I was having breakfast in the kitchen yeah. and you came in 
and smoking apologized. a cigarette. Wearing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a smoking jacket. He's still rock oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Just cut. You're like, uh, sorry about uh, last night, but you had this smirk on your oh, face like yes. you were not no. sorry. Yes. You, you oh, were pretty happy yes. with how things went. I fucking hate all of this. I hate. <laughs> This oh. is, I love that. I love that's my favorite bit of this story is that you come in with the smirk because that's up there with friend of the show Danny McGinlow who's quite quite want to like say to other comics, oh yeah, man, had a really big session, had sex last night, and it's like, oh, what, with who? It's like my wife. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can brag about that to like other people that know each people. I don't yeah. know. It's a weird thing to brag about. Yeah. I guess that deep into a marriage, maybe it is brag worthy, yeah, but yeah. like, oh man, this has been the worst seven minutes of my life. You think you think That's you can't. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, yes. You think you yes. can't hate yourself yes. anymore. You think you're at rock bottom in terms of your self-esteem and then it's like, yeah, you came in with a little smirk on your face. Oh, my fucking God. Actually, no, you're right. I was about to go, what are you complaining? About, but the smirk has turned the that story smirk. all around. Yeah. I'm everything I hate. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Yeah. You were pretty stoked. Um, yeah. And rightfully so. And Sorry, no, Cam. Sorry, Cam. We weren't having one of our Melbourne earthquakes last <laughs> night. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that you were remarking to me uh, when you got in here that it's brick and the walls are really thick. And uh, well, <laughs> next thing you know. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think it made you closer or sort of set you apart? Oh. I think closer. Right. I think wow. closer. You were, you, you were basically in a threesome, really, mm. in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I came. I don't know that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was two of you. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I timed it with Dasselow as well. <laughs> Cam, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, and no, I'm not. I, was, I loved I'm it. not smirking. I want it clear to the listeners. Yeah. I'm not smirking seven years on when I. He's raising his apology. eyebrows up and down really quickly <laughs> right now. I've, yeah, I have had a lot of elbows to the ribcage through this story. Yeah, he's pretty proud of it on this end. Uh, so, yeah. Well, Conchetta, I imagine this is the same sort of stuff that was going on when Chet Faker called in the mo- this morning into your radio show. So, yeah. apologies that you're retreading exactly the same conversation yeah. topics. You, I prefer this stuff. Yeah. I like the dirty you, stuff. You probably. So keep it coming. You were riffing all over all over a similar story with the Sandman this morning on the radio on Triple J, I imagine. So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, too old of a reference for the the Sandman. No, the Sandman. Is that? Not Adam Sandler. There was a comedian <laughs> called the Sandman <laughs> from back in the day. I thought the Sandman was Carl Sanderland. Oh, oh yes. Could you be. wish, Jellyfish. <laughs> I do wish. That'd be, I respect the hell out of that guy. That'd be a good tour. Sanderlands, The Sandman, and Adam Sandler. Yeah, they yeah. do a split-bill <laughs> three-way like show. the Benz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Sand comedy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, Cam, I, you know, I really could have used this good promotion... Uh, you know, back when I was single, I wouldn't have minded this. I wouldn't have minded this being it in sounded, the public sphere back then. Like, but uh, oh, now you're locked down. Well, it's it's a bit of um. I, feel free to get your girlfriend to listen to this because I'm happy to say on the record, it sounded like you knew what you were doing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. On the tools, yeah. it sounded well, like you knew your way around that area. See, again, so I, good on I should have hit you up for a quote for my festival show poster. You know, just in <laughs> quotation marks. Never seen a minute of his comedy. But I've heard him fucking through a wall, and God damn it, Cam James. <laughs> this guy yeah. will blow out someone's back. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it, but the sex dream I had about Carl was Carl porking me while Cameron was in the room. Oh, right. Oh. Right. No, you didn't mention no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's weird. No one asked me. Yeah. And was I was I jacking off, or was I going no, <laughs> no, guys? 
And what was he saying? Knock it off. <laughs> what, what was my technique like, Cam? What was, uh, did I know my way around or what was going on? Well, I've never had a sex dream about you, so I don't know. But I'd, I'd happily come around and um, listen to you and she who shall not be named, yep. if you'd like. Yeah, yep. great. Um, I well, that talking, uh, staying in the gutter, if we can. I was yeah, why allow it. I was talking a couple of weeks ago to someone who was talking to a single person, and they were doing a thing where you know they're, they're talking quite grottily like that, and they'd picked up someone. And um, if I may, talking the terms that they were talking in, just in terms of like journalistically, this is none of my opinion. You would this never speak just, like this, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, the, certainly the, not in front of a lady. Exactly, the whitest of knights himself. I'll tell you, I would never <laughs> talk like that. It would come from my mouth. I'm, I'm. But you would in front of a whore yeah. like me, in front of a dirty, stinking Italian Jesus whore. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so do continue. A Mediterranean coos like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm actually glad we're on Zoom and not in the same room anymore. Yeah. Yeah, this is good to have it's, a bit of distance from you guys. It's been good for me for the last couple of minutes. It's been very easy to avoid eye contact with a tiny little window. Yeah, your face is barely on the screen. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've receded into the corner. <laughs> I was I was talking to a friend who's single, and he was uh, you know he's he's now out there meeting uh, ladies and. And he was describing being with someone, and I, I, I didn't get the full description, but I can only imagine that they were younger than him because he was going, oh, my God, it was uh, that, uh, it was amazing. Having sex with this girl was amazing. Oh they, were so, they, were, they were so tight. They were so tight. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It gets worse, if, if, if you'll allow me. Uh, <laughs> Cam, any other stuff you heard about me through the wall? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just giving you more dream fodder, you know. Um, so this, he goes, he, this is him. This is this guy trying to impress me or trying to say that this is a good thing. Oh, this girl, she was so tight down there. Oh, it felt so good. You, it was like. It was like Mike Tyson like <laughs> had a grip of my dick. It was so good. Shut up. And I was like, are you listening to yourself? Is that Why do you think that's good? Why is your fantasy? <laughs> She's sick. A, she must be sick for it to why, be that time. Why would you not just it's say like, former heavyweight champion <laughs> Mike Tyson was jacking you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, it should it was feel so like that, good. Dude. It was like it was like a Vander Holyfield was sucking my dick. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was like have you ever seen Rumble in the Jungle? Yeah. It was like the final <laughs> round of Rumble in the Jungle. Playing but rope if, a dope with my dick. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, right. rope a doping my dick. <laughs> <laughs> they had my balls up against the rope. It was so good. <laughs> you know the ideal I, session. <laughs> yeah, Although I just can't get. It. I can't believe you said that because I like. One of the first things that like happened to me when I started doing stand up that I tried doing a bit about was how my friend, we were like in this lake, we were hanging out and she was telling me about this guy she was sleeping with and she was like, Conchetta, this guy pulled me aside after sex and he was like, you was, he was like, look, generally when you have sex with a lady, sure, it feels tight when you put it in. But he was like, with you, it was so tight. He was like, it was so ridiculously tight. It was amazing. It's the best sex I've ever had. And I was like, fucking hell, like, what have I got? No one's pulled me aside to be like, listen, sweetie, you've got some crazy tight pussy. I just could there's like, it's so funny for a guy to be like, 
tight. Tight, yeah. tight, yeah. tight. Yeah. Pressure. It's, oh, look, I, yeah. I think that's so much better than going, this is how good it was. It was like a large black man jacking me off. That's how good. <laughs> that's, it, that's how good. Picture the face tattoos. Like if, if a labia flaps had one of the, uh, the Tyson tattoos yeah, down yeah, yeah. side. Oh. I, I was like, it was like the hand that goes in the crevice in, in 127 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's how tight it seemed. I had to fucking chew my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't pull it well, out. It's I wouldn't. I hate tight pussy. <laughs> yeah. I like a. I like a roomy. Yeah. My, uh, I don't, my dick doesn't like to be claustrophobic. I, yeah. I, I'm yeah. the same. My, yeah. my dick like was like Winnie the Pooh out. in a pot of honey. It but, was just yeah. rammed in there. I like it. Like I like my real estate. You know, a lot of room. A lot, you know. Yeah. yeah. I like to have people Spacious. over. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I like my buddies to come around. <laughs> yeah, three mil, three mil starting price minimum is what I want. I want spacious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's so. How old is your single friend? Great question, Chandler. Uh, above the age of thirty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's insane to be still talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Your, absolutely. Fourteen year old. Yeah. I, 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 it really it gives off the vibe of not a, not not like oh this is a cool thing. It gives off the vibe of. I don't think you've had sex very... Yeah. Yes! Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had, I've talked on the show before about a friend of mine at high school who just was like obsessed with the concept of anal, but before any of us had started <laughs> going anywhere near the content, you know, the concept of sex. This is like, right. so you know, for, like 14, 15. He's never had vaginal and he's the, talking about anal Yeah, already. yeah, yeah. Never right, like yeah. kissed like one girl and then he's right. like, boys, how good is anal going to be? And we're all like, oh man, I mean, just be nice to be what? in the just conversation generally. Yeah, yeah. Just like, so he's just a gay guy, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we'd go, man, why are you so obsessed with anal? And one day he just goes, think about it, boy. It's a natural cylinder. <laughs> like, what, what, what? It's a natural <gasps> cylinder. Yeah. But what does what? that mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's all, you know, it's just all there. But what, what's, what? The, what's the Fuck? difference between that and the vagina? I don't, I don't yes. know. Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> and it was like, it was kind of this like funny thing. You know, it would always like bring this up and we'd be like, man, you're, there's something wrong with you. But like, you know, yeah. you just find it kind of funny. <laughs> and then there was one night where we were doing this like, about like 10 of us having a sleepover at this girl's house and it's like half guys, half girls and we've all been just sort of mm. watching movies and stuff and we're all kind of like falling asleep. Lights have just gone out. It's like maybe 10 minutes later. Some people are still awake and this friend of mine just goes, so any of you girls done anal? <laughs> <laughs> it's like me and my mate are like, I think it's time to take him outside and have a chat of like, because it's also like we've just met these girls and it's like, you know, you all get, oh, you, no. you go into like the meeting a group of girls at that age and you're like, this could be all of us meeting our girlfriends yeah, here. It's like yeah. the stakes are so high. It's like, brother, yeah. you're killing us with yeah. this late night anal chat. Yeah. You can't be doing this at the sleepovers. Me. Imagine even just in that position. Imagine even saying, have any of you girls ever had vaginal sex? Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse, but that's fucking bizarre to go straight to the bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys ever have vagil? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Where, I mean, where do we go from here? We've, yeah. we've soared pretty know. close to the sun this early on. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. We've, we've gone pretty high. I do like the idea that, you're, that your mate, it's like, it's just before you've even had sex ed. So he's just assumed... You know, sex is like he's just assumed all girls have big dongers. Yeah, yeah. And then he's finally gone to sex ed, and then the next sleepover, he's like, "We found another hole." <laughs> <laughs> Eureka! Because I, hey, sorry, I was just going to say, don't, sorry, this just popped into my head. Have you guys heard about soaking? It. I just uh, heard about soaking as yeah, a thing. That, yeah, I think so. That Mormons do. I can't believe it's real. Oh, where yeah, like. Yeah. 
they they don't they can't have sex so they stick the penis in the vagina and they don't move and they get someone to jump up and down on the bed. Oh, what? I love these little loopholes at the extreme religions yeah. where they're like, yeah, it's it's not sex. I'm just laying on her yeah. and in her. That's, yeah. that's and three and of my buddies are rocking yeah, the yeah. fucking. That, that's <laughs> and you know it, that's got extreme vibes so f- of like you know being a kid and doing whirlwinds with your arms and going, I'm not going to hit you, but if you happen to <laughs> yeah, get yeah. in my way, that's your problem. <laughs> Stop fucking yourself. Stop fucking yourself. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you guys like, who would be your guy that you'd like? jump on the bed because I asked oh, this to my yeah. boyfriend I was like so who would you get to jump on the bed if you like stuck it in me and you couldn't move and he was like Contender I'm not answering that <laughs> and I was like please yeah I mean I was like, going to say that's the one element that makes that could have made Cam's story from before worse seven years ago <laughs> just like hearing through the wall it's in and then <laughs> Cam get in here um, yeah. I need some inertia Quick, jump on the bed yeah, uh, <clears throat> It's on my car Can I have a push start though uh, <laughs> Yeah who would who you would want I? Who would you call in Because you would If you're in that world You'd have to have yeah. You'd, you'd can... have to have a go-to. Oh, you'd have to have yeah. one ready to go. Right, you'd have to... I'd probably, um, <laughs> I'd probably get Husey to do it, <laughs> Oh, so it's a business connection? Yeah, <laughs> so I can network at the same time. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm yeah. horny. <laughs> Come on, mate. Hurry up and blow your load. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you got think a gig you'd... to get to. Do you just have the same person on call for any time you're going to do it, where it's like you just have this buddy system where if either one of you is about to score, yeah. You get to get on the phone and be like, hey, I know, I know, <laughs> yeah. it's three in the afternoon, I wasn't expecting it either, I know you're at work, but yeah. I need you to come and do some you've, bouncing. You've got to, because then I think that would be a flawed relationship, because I reckon you'd have to have a bounce buddy, let's call it that, yeah. you'd have to have a yeah. bounce buddy that you invite over. Now, it, no two guys have the exact same amount of sex, it'd have to be a horrible moment where <laughs> some guy's like, man, I'm fucking always coming over I'm your place. I'm doing a hell of a lot of bouncing, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, doing way more bouncing yeah, I'm than doing, you. I'm having to do a lot of jumping up and down on the ceiling. Can I just, you know, can I get my feet off the posturepedic for fucking two seconds here and you come around to my place? That's it, yeah. It's How- like if you're housemates and you, if you put a sock on the door, normally that's code for don't come in, but this time it's, can you please put these socks on and jump on the bed? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't want your grubby feet on my bed as I'm yeah. rooting this woman. Yeah, if the pogo sticks outside the door, you know what that means. <laughs> Get in there and start bouncing. <laughs> I'm having a soak. So they call soaking. it soaking yeah. because Isn't that your such dick, a horrible yeah. your dick just gets soaked, I guess. Yeah. It comes out all wrinkly <laughs> and why is, it, why is it any less soaked than normal sex? That's, that's weird. Know, yeah. I, Do get, I don't know about you guys, but my dick gets pretty uh, soaked than normal. <laughs> I got a pretty dishpan dick <laughs> in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. My own ass. <laughs> I mean, that does. That's like you know that that removes the like housemate scenario where they're like, "Heard you rooting through the wall last night." You know, if it's like, mm. "Yeah, heard you uh heard you fucking last night." Sounded like quite a performance. It's like. Yeah, bro, you were in the room bouncing us. That's like, yeah, yeah. you deserve at least half of the credit. You that were was, providing them. That, that was really loud next door. Was that, did I hear an African-American man? Was that Mike Tyson in the, your bedroom with you? What was, what was going on there? I heard an African-American man with a lisp, yeah. so it had to be Mike. I hope, I, look, I hope you took protection. Mm. I hope you left the glove on at the very least. <laughs> do you think, is it, sorry if this is like a kind of an antiquated kind of question to ask, but do you oh, think no. it's a... <laughs> Do you think we should go back to it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right to have sex. But do you think women should vote? <laughs> I don't think they should. 
Is it a? Is it the man's responsibility to supply the bouncer, or is this oh, just like a? You know, you're having a discussion. It's like, go. look, I, I'm happy to do this if you want. I'm happy to get on the phone, but maybe you know someone who lives around the corner who right. could come in. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great question. I think that's a great question. I think that's fascinating, and um, I think I that's is, it, is it okay to have a <laughs> is it okay to have a female bouncer? Conchetta, would you be a bouncer? Um. Yeah. Yeah. For my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. You would. Yep. You I would do that for her. Right. Great. I'd bounce. I would shout. I would sing. <laughs> I would give her whatever she needed to add to the vibe. Yeah. It's so funny because like I haven't had a threesome yet. No, I'm kidding. But I haven't. And so I think about how like couples. You know how couples do the thing where they look for a third. Yeah. And I feel like that what needs them both across who that person is. Maybe it would be like that mm. for the bouncer. Mm. You oh. need both. Both on it, you oh, know? Yeah. Do you like to jump? Right. Yeah. So you're you need at to a, go to a trusted person. Right. You're at a party. You as the couple, you bring this third person back and they're like, all oh, right, my first threesome. Yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. taking their clothes off and you're like, well, well yeah. you can leave them on actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We literally just Take need your you shoes to... off but yeah. leave the rest of the clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Even the socks, keep them on. Thanks yeah, yeah. very much. <laughs> and I guess you'd be looking for just like a really sturdy looking like stocky oh, yeah. person. Yeah. Mm. Who gets it? Like you'd have your whole technique down. You'd be like, we know, also, we need low center of gravity. You, oh my you god! You need the opposite of one of those beds that they always advertise, where it's like, look, you can jump on one corner of the bed, and you don't <laughs> even. Yeah. You can have a glass of water on this end of the bed, and nothing happens. That's fucking a waste of our time. Yeah, guys. yeah. That's not. They're not. That's not what we we're need into. a lumpy ass bed. I don't know if this is a crazy idea, but what if we could choose one profession where they have to add to their job title mm. being bouncers for people? So I'm mm. talking like, would you go fire? What are they called? Fire fighters, <laughs> or like priests, or like um, no, not priests. <laughs> like mayors. We have to draw the yeah. line. Yeah. Mayors, police. Like you get to pick one profession where it's like they also go- have they, to do that. They oh, also need to be called on at any time. Like a civil servant, like yeah, they, yeah, work, yeah. they work for the government. Well, well, they're in local council and they have to bounce. Or people. what? What, uh, <laughs> what other occupation is would suit it better? Do you think? Like what? Like well, would firefighters be better people- at it? What are the people who like you have to take your stuff and they have to like notarize it or whatever? So and the notary public, <laughs> no, but name that like they're only at libraries and they like if I you have a document. Swear to God, it's, it's notary, notary public, public really? isn't it? Yeah, Sorry you to just spat all over me. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited. I'm getting flashbacks from the dust. <laughs> it's like, is there a leak in here <laughs> through the walls? <laughs> No, fuck you, Justice of the Peace. Fuck Justice you. Justice of the Peace, uh, okay. JOP. Justice of the Peace, mm. like, what else do they do? Just add that to their right, resume. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. any job where like, it's like a lot of, uh, oh, like, you know. Like a council worker that holds a stop sign. Mm. Okay, oh. they can go and do and that. And they're all, I don't know if you've noticed, quite beautiful these I, days. We've yeah. talked about this. Mm. There's hotties getting <laughs> that job. Have, yeah. said that so There's hotties. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I've, I've stopped reporting on it. it. There's so many hotties that are in, in high-vis high now. It's crazy. Yeah, beautiful Irish broads yeah. for the most part. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of Colleen's. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Colleen's are coming over from the old country. Yeah. Holding the stop sign, wearing a pink little hat. They look beautiful. Yeah. Do you give them a little compliment I as tell you them, go I by? I tell them, I go, girls, you're doing a beautiful job. Yeah, yeah. Stop sign. Hot top yeah. of the morning for you, grip Cameron. On you. Yeah. you look like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do, I do that. They'll hold a stop sign. I'm like, lucky you're holding that sign. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think a good one to have like as the slash jumper bouncer would be uh, parking inspectors. 
You know, if they're if oh, they're busy jumping great. into handle roots, that's keeping them off the streets. Oh, we're yeah. all getting less fines, you yeah. know. Then oh, we're getting our so rocks gross. off, and we're saving two hundred and fifty bucks <laughs> yeah. for forgetting to put coins in the meter. Yeah. It, this is like, this is the oh ultimate. Oh my god, that's such a great call. That's, <laughs> totally, that's be because it. people hate them. We're like, these are the scum of the earth. They need to give back. Yeah, that's their total way rebrand. Flipping for them. the yeah. PR, and they don't yeah. want to be doing that. They're just doing that because you know nothing else worked out. So it's like now totally. they're contributing to making future generations. Yeah, and, you know, helping people have some good, clean, honest fun. Oh, I love I love the way you just said getting rocks off. But hearing that just made me so horny because it's like I haven't heard that expression probably since I was fifteen years old. <laughs> it is Man, really. Old I can't school. wait to. Hope I get my you rocks off you tonight. Haven't that, you, haven't heard, you haven't heard that expression for about seven years, muffled through the walls. <laughs> When I heard it yell, it's happening. My rocks are getting off. My my rocks are about to be off. Oh, oh, my rocks are off. I'm rockless. I'm absolutely rockless. See you, rocks. (laughs) (laughs) That rock. Aussie, Aussie Seinfeld. Just a reboot, and they're all just about Aussie vernacular. Your rocks? Where are your rocks even on to begin with? <laughs> are your rocks your balls? Ah, oh. yeah. I've never really, I've never really thought about it. I guess they it. are. Yeah. <laughs> and your balls, as we all know, come flying out of the dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you come, because it is. It's a male. It's a it's a male saying, isn't it? Conchetta are the ladies yeah. using the phrase "getting your rocks off." No, we say we get our titties out. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. It's so much I didn't know. I feel like that guy that only knew about anal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are some other female-only expressions? Oh, yeah. Let's get lit. Let's get litty. Suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a lot of tit, a lot of so tit based wow. stuff. Wow. This is a real dolly sealed section yeah. happening here. I didn't know any of this stuff. I, I once said that as my opening line at the store as a dare. <laughs> I think I was there. Yeah, I think yeah. so. You did her. And I, and I remember it didn't no, really land no. at all. <laughs> God, people like, that's not a phrase. <laughs> yeah. Is there... Is what else? What are some other ones? Surely there's others. <laughs> Um, let's get my my mud on lock. <laughs> really, yeah, mud nice. on lock. Mud on lock. <laughs> mud on fleek. <laughs> I, by the way, I say that to my wife every time we have sex. I go, "Honey, your mud was on fleek tonight." Can I just say, <laughs> "Honey, I got to tell you that mud is on fleek." <laughs> Mort and on fleek, two things yeah. you just didn't yeah. think would come together, yeah. and it works. Yeah. <laughs> it works. My my mood ain't wrong. It's begging for a foot long. <laughs> yeah, it's begging, it's begging for dong. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, good yeah. lord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh god. I feel tapped out. Oh. Yeah. Should we talk about politics yeah, now? We, we, yeah, let's finally <laughs> get into the pivot. Half the show. We need to pivot into something else. Yeah, we need to just take a bit of a breath and. It's like follow. It's like a stand-up comedy gig, and Chappelle's been on for three hours, and then it's like me coming on, going, "Oh, you guys, what's the, what's up with ladders?" It's like yuck. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> well, what I wanted to ask you about was, uh, I think mm. you you mentioned this to me in Brisbane, and I think I knew it before. I'm pretty sure we haven't ever gone into this on the pod. Is that uh, mm. seminal part of your years growing up in Newcastle? Was that you worked at a theatre restaurant? <laughs> oh. 
This is the best fact about Kim. Uh, yeah. And there's so much to love about Kim. Yeah. This is one of my favorite. Why do you hide all this stuff? The- working in a theatre restaurant, your name's Bone. What's fucking I've wrong heard with Tommy you? Tommy have sex. You've got to wait for the perfect I've, time to roll it out. you got to play the long game. Yeah. I've repressed a lot of stuff in my life. Oh. Yeah, why were we talking about theatre restaurants? Was Had I just been to Dracula's or something again? I go to Dracula's at least once Do a you? year on the Gold Coast. Is, is yeah. it good? Because I always, when I stay at the Gold <laughs> yes. Coast, I stay near Dracula's. It's, it's so good. Seriously, Carl, please go. I went with Ben and it was one of the greatest nights of my life. And they pulled Ben up because it's like interactive. Hmm. And Ben was so uncomfortable. It was so funny. I've got it all on film. <laughs> what did they make him do? They sucked him dry. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so Wait, weird. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was supposed to be, be after blood, not cum. Yeah. yeah. Ben, ben trying so to play fun. along, like presenting his neck and Dracula just like, lower. Uh, you, you just show hear, me that dick neck. <laughs> you just hear that Looney Tunes like noise of exiting and a big like right. um, dust cloud while Cam, yeah, yeah. Cam leaves the studio <laughs> to get back there. Um, no, I think they get closer. It's like you know a very like slutty vibe. You can mm, attest to this, and sure they just can. get him on, and it's like I don't know. It's all filmed so everyone can see it from every angle. And I think they like kind of. Um, do a lot of sexual innuendo and kind of like a bit yeah. of a dance, like a sexy kind of dance. Right. Um, so is it it's is it bad? So sexual. Is it bad or is it good? Oh. Well, Conchetta and I are going to have different answers here. <clears throat> I think it's genuinely some of the worst entertainment that exists <laughs> on planet Earth. And I think it's some of the best. Right, right. <laughs> but but I, I love it because it's che- full cheese, you know. Like yes, I love yep. how cheesy it is. And also, yeah, I worked when I was 21, I worked at Newcastle's knockoff version of Dracula's. Oh, yes. Which was called The Cavern. And, uh, <laughs> the Cavern Club. It was this, Hang on. This, <laughs> it, it's vampire-based and it's called The Cavern. Is that what's happening? Yeah, like so, like a, like a cave, I guess, like but, a bat's but, cave. Oh, um, okay. That's a long bow. Isn't it? Huge long bow. Yeah. And but you so are, this, like, lady... you're Australia's The Beatles. You got your start at the Cavern Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I got my start. did my 10,000 hours at the Cavern yeah. Club. Yeah. Um, so the lady who ran it and owned it, she was a hairdresser in Newcastle. And then she went on a trip, a girl's trip to the Gold Coast, went to Dracula's, loved it. That's sick. <laughs> and then came back and was like, I'm restructuring the business it's no longer a hairdresser's business. Oh I'm turning it into a theatre restaurant. <laughs> oh, she what? She had no, no experience <laughs> with food or entertainment. <laughs> right. And she just gutted her hairdresser's place. Oh, it was place. in the same hairdresser. It was in, the, was same in the salon. So the audience are yes. in these like really big chairs. <laughs> that are, like having to put have on to a put little <laughs> smock yeah. to eat their dinner. <laughs> they have to put one of those big curling yeah, things yeah. over their heads. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a, they gutted the salon. Because a hairdresser and... is traditionally not the same shape as a restaurant, I would say. When no. I think of a, no, no, think no. Of a salon, and there was it's also a long, no... narrow, sort of tiled. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the well, sink was where like you're a... washing the hair, you can maybe still use that. And that's about it. Yeah. Right. It's, a d- it's a double wide, so it's not just your gun barrel, classic salon shape. It was pretty wide. They put a stage down one end, and then they cordoned off a corner of it and turned that into like a makeshift kitchen. That had um, like a deep fryer and a freezer that, and a microwave. That, that's what I. That's <gasps> what I like about somewhere when you go to eat dinner, having a makeshift kitchen. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a kitchen. Yeah, and so like to get 
to the job there. I went for a job as a bartender. There was also a bar in one other corner. And to be employed there, you had to work bar, also work a deep fryer, <laughs> and also sing and oh, dance yes. in the show. Oh, yes. What? <laughs> Can you? Oh. So I had to do all those things. Wow. Uh, and and was, that's why Cam's the perfect Catch. That's why I'm the exactly. The triple threat. Yeah. He can cook. Pour a he can pour a drink. Yeah. He can sing Robbie Williams rock DJ. Oh, nice. <laughs> and but, so is this, is it the shows every night kind of on rails? So you would be like serving drinks and deep frying stuff and you would know like at 8.15 yeah. I'd get up and do this song or was it like more of a Johnny Rocket <laughs> style situation where it's like without warning you could be called upon to do a number? It's pretty much on rails, but then the second half of the show is a bit of a free-for-all where people can just select whatever songs they want to do from the karaoke system. And so every now and then, the lady would just come over and thrust a microphone in your hand and be like, go, 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 and you just have to jump up and start singing whatever it is that's on. Is there any vampire element in this show at all? Yeah, she was dressed as a vampire. Uh, <laughs> she was dressed as a sexy vampire. And guess what? Her tits were out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, That's how we do it. Time, I like this idea of like going up and seeing Dracula's and coming back and going, well, look, we can't afford to get the rights off Bram Stoker. So I guess <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. calling it the cavern. We're going to be an well, Aldi Dracula. Speaking of rights, the character I played, and I think Conchetta already knows this, is um, I played Captain Jack Sparrow from the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, wow. There's a lot going on. So I just had like a pirate outfit. Yeah. And I had to, she tried to get me to talk like Johnny Depp in that movie. That's awesome. So I would just have to walk around being like, ooh, where's the rum gone? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hello, me hearties. (laughs) Like there's nothing spooky about it at all. And there's, there's a, there's like a zombie guy who's just a hot guy who's painted his body a bit green. Oh man, this is, this sucks. There's no, uh, there's no sort of like overarching concept. It's just like. No world building. Zero world building. It's a Justice League of like fucking monsters or whatever. Right. Right. This yeah. is like you watching Endgame without having seen any of the other Marvel movies that preceded. It's like, why are all these fucking people hanging out together? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You're like, wait, there's magic in this? What the fuck? Yeah. Who's the magician? What was your 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 uh, pirate character? Was it what was hmm. the name? Was it kind of like a Mad Magazine style, like spoof of Jack yeah. Sparrow or something? Spack Jarrow or what? What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna love this. The name was Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I can see why she wanted you to do the Johnny Depp voice. Right. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they and, weren't they uh, weren't they were too scared of the estate of Bram Stoker, but they weren't particularly yeah. fussed with Walt Disney. <laughs> right. I, th- yeah. I think they picked the bigger enemy there. I think. <laughs> and uh, my one of my best friends, a guy called Nick, he was playing Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> oh, so awesome. he would like had to have the Heath Ledger Joker make up, and he'd walk around being like, "Why are you so serious?" Right. and stuff like that. People fucking. Uh, and when you him. say stuff like that, that's the only thing. I, that's yeah. it. <laughs> so this is. He'd say stuff like, "Why are you so serious?" and "What drink would you like?" <laughs> this just sounds more like someone's Halloween party. This isn't a theater restaurant. Yeah. This is just like whatever costume you can get your hands on. Whack it on yeah. and come on into work and make a GNT. Well, it ended up getting shut down. It got shut down about a year after I, I was, started there. I was about to say, did you did you quit or did it get shut down first? What ha- what was the... It got shut down. I was still working there. We um, 
had a big night one night, big Saturday night, and, you know, it was, like, packed, so, like, 60 people, you know. <laughs> and uh, halfway through the night, all the lights just got turned on, and there was undercover cops no. inside oh, the theatre yeah. restaurant. What? So everyone was dressed up in this joint. <laughs> <laughs> and their characters were more convincing than ours. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there you were a like, mummy. I can't believe you lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> there was like five undercover cops and they'd been staking the place oh. out apparently over a month. Wow. Because this lady who ran the company did not have a license to sell alcohol. Oh, wow. Right. And there was obviously a bar and three or four of the employees didn't have RSAs. And also she didn't have a license to have a commercial kitchen and serve food in this venue yes. as well. She only had the license to dress up as a sexy vendor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she barely had the license to do she a did Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but even with so that, she's getting off down. easy because there's like blatant copyright IP theft yeah. going on. But <laughs> exactly, yeah. so it was like huge. It was like a raid. Like all these cops were there. Everyone got kicked out. That's so sick. And That's... then she got handed this fine. It's just like it's just, it's just like us. Al Capone. They didn't they didn't get you for the big intellectual property yeah. thing. They yeah, got, it was tax yeah, fraud. They mm. got you on the chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a technicality. Yeah, they got us on the deep fryer in the end. And I think she she ended up getting like a $500,000 fine. Wow. And she fought it in court for a little while, but by that time I quit and a bunch of other shit happened. Like not long after it got shut down, the restaurant got robbed and the sound (laughs) system got stolen and everyone was like, she did it herself. It was an inside job. Oh, she was like yeah, yeah. Wow. stolen from her own company for insurance reasons yeah. and all that shit. It was so cool. Did, did that send shockwaves through the community? Through the theatre restaurant community. <laughs> yeah. in, in Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. They, that place <laughs> and Dracula's felt. Yeah, it. they heard about this up on the Goldie. Yeah. <laughs> was, was there any One of our own went down, boys. Was, <laughs> was there any competitors in Newcastle or was that the only yeah, theatre restaurant? Yeah, there was... There was one other one. There was a place called Dirty Dicks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's more yeah, like it. Yeah. No, hey, they, was... they need to start soaking. That's their problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Dirty Dicks was um, like Prohibition era gangster thing. Yeah, right. bubbling, Just with like... Frankenstein wow. in the middle of it as yeah. well, I presume. Or... Not much room for Jack Sparrow in there, although yeah. Johnny Depp yeah, yeah. Dirty yeah. Dick. Yeah. So, you know. I had a very specific set of skills, so I, I couldn't transfer <laughs> over to Dirty Dicks. <laughs> But I don't know if I told. Did I tell you this, Conchetta? What uh, the lady who ran the place? She would have after parties back at her house after Saturday night shows. Like she fully treated it like show business. Right. Oh, that's so oh like, wow! After parties after after a restaurant night after but, a Saturday night. Yeah, so correct. like we'd finish the crowd leave. Everyone's cleaning up the kitchen and the bar, and then she'd be like, "All right, after party back at mine," and we'd all go back to hers and like Still in drink, costume. and she would. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And she was like, it was, she wanted it to be like Hollywood. Like, it was pretty yep. wild. She had a hot tub in her backyard Amazing. and Fuck. like a tiki bar and stuff. Ticking off and the local, tipping off the local paps that they can get a good <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember, I think I said this to you, Conchetta, so apologies. But I remember I had to clean the bar, so I was late. So I locked up the restaurant. I got to her party late. And when I got there, everyone was drinking in the living room. <laughs> And she was out back in the hot tub <laughs> with one of the guys that worked there. Which, ca- which character? Like, I'll go out which and character? I'll go out and... Oh, he was a character called Voodoo, and he was like a sexy Voodoo character guy. <laughs> just a hot... Yeah. Just a hot 18-year-old dude with yeah. a good rig <laughs> called Voodoo. And so I walked out into the backyard to say hi, 
And she was sitting in the hot tub and he was standing up in the hot tub and she was sucking his dick. What? <laughs> I mean, that's why she did it. So that she would be. Fuck. <laughs> she, just, that... she just goes for what she wants. Yeah. She's got such a I love su- it. Such a crazy that life. Be, this woman that, would be great if Vo- that would be great if Voodoo had a pin dick. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was hung, man, from oh, memory. Man. Wow. You think Doing you're, pretty you well. think you're getting off the smut and you think like, Cam, tell us about working at a theatre restaurant. You <laughs> never in a million years expect that it's going to end with someone getting sucked off standing yeah. up in a hot tub. <laughs> a, a vampiress. I'm sorry, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. I took us back down to the gutter, but that yeah. that's a defining memory from my oh, time. Yeah. That that's place. amazing. Yeah. It, can I ask the the show that is on in this theater restaurant? Do you remember much about mm. the like the storyline <laughs> to it? Oh yeah, was there a storyline? Yeah, so there wasn't. But then there was a another guy, an older guy that was an old theater dude from Newcastle. <laughs> His name was Anthony. He started working there about six months into me being there and he tried to introduce a storyline yes. to it, yes. which meant that the cast had to come and do rehearsals yes. with this yes. guy. Yes. And he was like a, a true director, theatre guy. It's like cabaret. <laughs> it's like all that jazz. He's trying to teach these dipshit like stoners <laughs> choreography yeah. And no one was listening. And the only storyline I can remember was that it was a um, – they wanted to include the Captain Jack Sparrow character more. I guess I was a hit. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and like, I, I am interested in the story that could fit together voodoo, Captain Jack Sparrow, a vampire, the Joker. The Joker like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the storyline from memory was that Captain Jack Sparrow was trying to recruit a new team of evil people to go on a ship with him to go and do some kind of mission. So the through line was that I was trying to recruit people throughout the show and they would get up and do a song and that would like showcase their <laughs> skill. Their audition <laughs> to be on this pirate ship. <laughs> yeah, to audition for my we pirate ne- we ship. Need, we, ne- we need a new person Yarr. to rape and pillage. Can you uh, sing <laughs> us a tune? Yarr, can you so carry a like, tune? <laughs> there'd be like three ch- three chicks on stage and I'd be like, um, I, th- I, want you, I want you on my ship, Like, but what can you bring to the table? And they'd be like, well... Where a bunch of single ladies oh, and then Beyonce yes. would start, Fantastic. and they start doing single ladies. Yes. Wow! <laughs> wow! I, I, look, I, that's great. My mind immediately went to a setup like, oh, I, I wish, I wish I'd had you five years ago. How could I do that? Well, I guess. Let's do the time warp again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did close on time warp. Of course. Oh, there we, of go. Course. there we go. This does stress me out hearing about this because it's like just what a different time of writing it was before the before the like kind of huge cultural understanding of the multiverse. You know, if you were writing that now, oh, yeah. it would just be like, yeah, Jack Sparrow goes through a fucking portal and then he's in Frankenstein land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like having to be like, oh, God, just up yeah. all night. Like, oh, yeah. how do we get all these yeah. people in the same room? How, how, are, how do we get him to Arkham Asylum? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to break the Joker yeah, out yeah. somehow. <laughs> I think Joker's song was crazy by Niles Barton. Yeah. That's, right. That's, That's so beautiful. Good. It's literally I, only the hits. I would love, it's yeah. so awesome. I'd love to see some negative Google reviews about that, about like people in New <gasps> people <heaps>. in Newcastle. <laughs> really? No, but people in Can Newcastle on like ten o'clock on a, on a Saturday night going, Well, the context was ruined for me. I mean I've had seventeen <laughs> cocktails, but but that was more like Jack Nicholson's Joker. 
than, than he pledged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The makeup ruined it for me. Yeah, I was told that this was Newcastle's answer to Dracula's on the Gold Coast. Yeah, and it left me sorely wanting. Yeah. So did, yeah, did it get? It is, did it used to get slammed on the Google reviews. Yeah, that was a huge deal for <laughs> everyone. It was like a big part the of our team. The reviews are meetings. in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're all huddled around the computer. That was. That was. Do you think we're going to make it to Broadway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, the press were in last night. <laughs> Two stars, sloppy blowjob at best from <laughs> from Voodoo. <laughs> but I reckon, Conchetta, I could see you thriving in the theatre restaurant. In really? Rome. Yes, you're a star. You've got star qualities. Yeah. What what wow. character would what character would Conchetta play? Mm. What do you what do you see yourself as? A seductress or a, a clown? Uh. I'm like, maybe more a clown. Okay. Well, Conchetta, we talked the last time you were on about how we first met you when you were working at Giant Dwarf after one of our live shows, uh, <gasps> mopping up. Do you remember me at all? Mopping no, up I piss and booze. Story. So yeah. what better preparation for singing cats and serving lasagna to people than uh, <laughs> what you had to experience in there? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, could, yeah, I could do that. We need to play to your strengths. So we're thinking a hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That's such a well, compliment. Can you sing? Are you a singer? I think I could, but then I've used my voice appallingly in the last, you know, five years of comedy. So I can't – I don't have the range. Oh. But I think I could get back there. Maybe you my... could rap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe you could do like – uh, like Nicki Minaj type thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah, rap and twerk. <laughs> yeah. T- talking of live shows, uh, you were at, uh, basically, I think that, yeah, our last live one in Melbourne, Conchetta. There's this, you can still find on Facebook, Cam James saying on Facebook, mm. oh, I can't wait to see Tommy and Carl in the little dum-dum club tonight going to the comedy store in 2012 or something. Got my ticket all excitedly like a little fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Did, hang on, is this real? Yes. Whoa. I was bragging about coming to no, see you guys live. You, were pu- you publicly said, because I know that you did it, and I think Nina did it as well. You're on record as being uh-huh. as being fans of us, you fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I remember. I remember going with Nina to see you guys at the store, and uh, and we saw Eddie Ift's show as oh, well. Yeah. Oh. Might have been the same night okay. oh. or another what, night. What yeah, a, shut up, a, man. I'm a fan. What's more so embarrassing what a, than someone hearing you root through a wall? Being busted going to a live podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mate. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> that is that's I reckon that's a that's nice. That's actually nice. No, it's sweet. I yes. like that you can lean into being earnest like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I posted that. What, what's what was better? Who put on a better show? Us or the uh or the Newcastle uh, off-brand <laughs> illegal <cabin>. Dracula <laughs> Definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll say this for the cabin. This is the final thing I'll say about the cabin. Um, they had a segment of their show which was a strip tease. <laughs> I don't know if they still do that at Dracula's, but they clearly ripped it from Dracula's, where they'd be like, "Are there any hens in tonight?" And the hens would go, Woo! "Always, presumably at least always, twenty, always, yeah, any given always night." Hens. <laughs> And the hens would come up on stage and then just whatever male cast members were in that night had to get up and do a strip to you can leave your hat oh, on yeah. for these hens. Yeah. And so, like, most of these men were cast to be, like, really hot. They were just, like, hot dudes. Mm-hmm. 
Except for like me and my friend Nick, who were just normal guys. <laughs> yes. And often it would just be us having to strip down to a G banger in front of these. What you pens. did this? You did it. Yeah, I did it, man. I did it. I wow. fucking stripped. It's like Magic Mike. <laughs> I Ma- had to like strip mic. down to a G banger and like give a lap dance to these girls in the pre Me Too era. Wow. And I just remember like. I just remember looking at some of their faces and just like knowing that they were having the worst night of their lives. (laughs) Just watching some woman's face while she's just like, no, you don't have to. No. Was your heart not in it? My, I was so depressed. Yeah. It might have been one of the lowest points in my <laughs> life. Did you have any body dysmorphia? Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Hated my body. And yeah. also I was going through a breakup at the time. Oh, so it was no. a rough <laughs> a rough time in my life. <laughs> oh, no one wants a sad stripper. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm saying all this to them while I'm on their laps. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. So you, you came in, you, you as soon as you've deep fried the chicken nuggets, then you're whipping off your dacks. <laughs> Getting it out. <laughs> yeah, because this is the thing. It's like you're going yeah. into this job, like just so you know, a very demanding job. You're going to have to work the deep fryer. You're going to have to make cocktails. You're going to have to sing and dance. And then you're yeah. like, oh, that you sounds like to... a lot, but I reckon I can handle yeah. it. And then all of a sudden you're in the door and then you get this yeah. whipped on you. Oh, yeah. and also yeah. every now and then you are going to have to bump and grind. Yeah, and you're going to have to. <laughs> Did we mention after the nuggets or before? Do I meant to mention you had to get your dick out. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, the women will hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did you, what, were you? I did it twice, I think. Oh. I did the strip twice. And then I tried to make it funny the third time because I hated it so much and I was so distressed. <laughs> so I put on uh, like a, this sounds so bad now in the year that we're currently living in. <clears throat> but I put on women's underwear underneath <laughs> my Hell costume. yes. <laughs> So that I would strip down to a bra and G-banger yep. and every, it would be a hilarious joke. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember I remember doing that thinking this is going to be so funny and just dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come down. Just the hens being like, what? what is this? Come, come down to Newcastle, to the year 2006, the only theatre restaurant where the concept is transvestites. Come yeah. down. <laughs> come down on a Friday night. <laughs> It's wow. rough. That's it's brave, rough. man. That's really brave. <laughs> so does that mean that once you did that, you were then relieved mm. of your stripping duties? Yeah. I got banned from stripping. <laughs> <laughs> Take it seriously, man. Yeah. She's like, I know what you were trying to do. I know you were trying to have a bit of fun with it, but that's not what this is. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a sexy yeah. part of the show. Theater restaurants are not about fun, okay? <laughs> well, speaking of, I'm actually getting fucking hives just talking about this time <laughs> in my life again. You've reminded me oh of something, God. Cam, when you mentioned mm. women's underwear. I was thinking a, a while ago. I was thinking about how that period. Speaking of my friend being obsessed with anal when we were in high school, that period that you go through as a young man where you're just obsessed with the concept of the G-string when you're just kind of like first, oh, yeah. first coming of age and like so much of your day spotting, is just like spotting, 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 spotting has a G-string. G-string yeah. And so when we first went into lockdown at the start of 2020, I'd been seeing my girlfriend for a few months and I just like this just popped into my head and I just found it so funny. The idea, just imagining being like a mid-30s man who's just still obsessed with G-strings. So I just would like constantly be saying to my girlfriend around the house that she was like spending more and more time at my place because, you know, we've been seeing each other for a bit longer and the lockdowns are happening. And so it was just this running thing of me going, you were, are you wearing a G-string? And she's like, I'm never going to wear a G-string. I'm in my 30s. They're uncomfortable. I'm never wearing a fucking G-string. Shut up. And then we had like my the first birthday that I had while we were together was in a lockdown. 
and oh, um, yes. got up in the morning and just walking around and my girlfriend's like, wish me a happy birthday. And then we had to do some pod stuff over Zoom. So I was kind of doing that for most of the day. And then like late in the day, I give my girlfriend a hug and I just kind of, I just kind of notice, I'm like, <laughs> are you wearing a G-string? And she just looks up at me and she goes, happy birthday. Oh, yes. And, like, and yes. she goes, fuck, it's been annoying me that you've been sitting there doing the fucking podcast. I like wear this thing all day and wait for you to notice it. But then it gets even worse because she's like, I thought this would be a funny bit to do as a present, but we're in lockdown no stores are open. I just thought of this the other day. Oh, no. So she just had to go to the supermarket and just get like a regular pair of underwear. Oh, and just, made like, her own. Cut them herself. No. <laughs> DIY. <laughs> and so she, I'm like, you, I hate to be this guy. I know this is improper to say, but you've got to give me a look. And she like, so she like <laughs> drops her pants, turns around, it's like just all like jagged cuts. <laughs> jagged. Like, just <laughs> to an angle. I'm like, yeah, that looks like a it hurts. Kid, like, a kid, a kid in a Thai Nike factory has made their own G string. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. I've never heard of a mate, mate, a homemade G string. A homemade G string as a birthday present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you get, the man who has everything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, <laughs> so I think uh, I think so she's still it's still floating around the house somewhere. So I oh, think I could great. bust it out if they ever bring back uh, the cavern. I'd be ready to go. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so yeah, boys were a bit obsessed with G strings. What I, were girls obsessed? I, with? I was obsessed. I, just you saying that brought back memories of like I don't know. Maybe I was brought up pretty sheltered, but it was like. I was spotting them too as a girl. Mm. I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. She must be so promiscuous. <laughs> you know, like that, it, I don't know why. It must have been so less normal. Oh, like, did, did you like think like that's what a grown-up wears? That's grown-up yeah. underwear? Yeah, or? well, it, I think it had such ties to like sexiness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you have you sex, know? once you give your first blowjob, here you go. <laughs> You go. You can. You can have one. Anointed. The mayor gives it to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the sash that the mayor the, is wearing. The mayor of the mayor of Club X hands it over to you once that happens. Yeah. If you ever had the moment at school where you spotted a teacher wearing one, that was like. Oh, see, wow. That was like oh, seeing the what? face of God. I've never that seen was like, that. Yeah. I can't. That's that's crazy. I can't even imagine. Yeah. That. yeah we yeah we we had a we had a teacher who wore one once, and it was like we can't. So I funny that Carl and me saying. just got really serious then. We were both like, oh, wow, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to imagine one of, our, on, one of my teachers. Tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even, like, I grew up in Maribor, population 8,000 people. I can't even imagine anyone in that entire town having a G-banger when I was in school. Not even one person. I might start wearing them. I might just start wearing them and uh, just kind of build a bit into my stand-up where I have to like turn around and bend over and just give the audience a bit of a a whale tail. (laughs) (laughs) I never address it, but just leave people in the room going, G-string? And and like you can't bring along a prop to every like it just it, it, it's too clunky so you just accident accidentally on purpose drop the mic every time you Yay. do a spot so yeah, the yeah. mic just goes <laughs> bang and you're like oops, oops. <laughs> I better just bend over and get that microphone <laughs> yeah it keeps fucking up the tech like the mic yeah, sounds yeah, worse yeah. and worse you keep yeah. dropping it keeps getting tinnier and tinnier <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, all right guys well that brings us to Was the that it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Time flies when you're being 
dirty little cunts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Time flies when you're in so, the gutter. Yeah. It's different. It functions differently down here. I like it down here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Pennywise. I fucking yeah. live down here, man. <laughs> Those Ninja Turtles are onto something. Yeah. <laughs> um, Conchetta and Cam, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Thanks. Thanks thank for having you. us, guys. Now you, so you, Cam, you've got, you've got shit to plug, that's for sure. Yeah, I'll plug my shows. I'll be quick about it, though. I know how annoying it is when people do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm going to do an encore run of my show, Electric Dreams. It's the one I did last year, if anyone saw it. It's no- so amazing. Nominated um, for Best Show in the festival. Yeah. Nominated yeah. for Best Show. I'm doing it in Melbourne, uh, one night only, April 15. In Sydney, May 6, and in Brisbane, May 27 and 28. And that's it. Then I'm done with it. Yeah. I'll probably never do it again. And I might even wow. kill myself. <laughs> <So> <laughs> come and see me. Yeah. yeah. Come and see me before I like, that. I like that. I might, I might not ever do this show again, and I'll kill myself. Well, I, I do go hand in hand. <laughs> I might do it in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's great. So that's um, yeah, a one-off show in Melbourne. We're, we're doing our live, a live podcast that same day. So come and see that, and then go along and see Cam afterwards. Yeah. Oh no, it's in, it's at the same time. Oh, you got to choose. Oh, yeah, Take a night off. Come to all the other three Fuck. and see Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I plug something? Yeah. Of course. I want to plug Dracula's. Please go. <laughs> yeah. Please go. They need it. <laughs> no, I want Carl specifically to go. You know what? Take... I will next time because my Please. my wife quite likes doing little holidays in the Gold Coast. Now I've never been to the Gold mm. Coast before, and then in the last year and a half, I've been three times. And I'm sort yes. of, I'm like begrudgingly always going, and I'm, Man, and you I'm guys always don't do half measures with your holidays. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, well, you know what? Because we keep going to the Gold Coast, and I, I'm always like, okay, because it really feels like the Thailand of Australia. Mm. Like if there, yes, it, it does. If there had to be a Thailand of Australia, it's the Gold Coast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. It's great. I love the Gold Coast. I love Thailand as well. And they're all fucking and good. I, and I, and I'm always, I, I'll be honest, I'm always looking at Dracula's going. Is it going to be this time this when I the go? Trip. Yeah. You, yeah. You just know no matter whether you think it's really good or really bad, it's really good. Like, it's so fun. It's a spectacle. That's why I'm like, you cannot spectacle. lose. Okay. You cannot lose. You'll be so surprised after what I've just described, the amount of showmanship that goes into <laughs> yeah. the real Dracula. Yeah. Definitely. But there's a roller coaster in there. Oh, wow. There's, did you go on the roller coaster? Yes, it's yeah. amazing. It's like an insane Oh, you get to go on the roller coaster? Yes. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. How does that tie into the vampire world? I mean, what? <laughs> it kind of does, yeah, right. <laughs> they fisted in and it worked. <laughs> okay, because I don't, I don't want it to be uh, in between. It either has to be no. really bad or really good. Because I've been to one theatre restaurant and it was in between, and I sort of hated it. Which one? Did you <laughs> go I went to? to this is, and this was when Melbourne had about eight of them, and now I think we've oh. got one left. So there was still room wow. in the market for this. It was very clearly. Um, all the good ones had been taken. So I went to the Hunchback-themed oh, yeah. theatre restaurant. Are you fucking serious? What? Hunchbacks. My yeah. God. Hunchback. Are you kidding yeah. me? There was a, hunch there was a Hunchback yeah. one. <laughs> like a Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it's the worst because, you know, with werewolves or with Draculas, <laughs> there's like things that you can, you know, th- there's jokes and whatever. But with Hunchbacks, it all comes back to, well, that cunt's bent over. Yeah. Like there's, there's, <laughs> there's not much to play Just with. a pillow. This guy's, got a, this guy's got a horrible <laughs> physical disability. Um... <laughs> Check that That's out. Insane. Can I take a stab at at least one of the songs that was in there? Oh. You can ring my bell. Oh, that's good. That's ring good. Did they do uh, Baby Got Back? Oh. 
<laughs> those well, <laughs> you know what? It's gone under, so I'm guessing no, they didn't do either of these songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All I can remember, I'm sure I've talked about this years and years ago on this show, but the thing that really stands out to me was that they w- it was such a low-rent version of a theatre restaurant, and it was Hunchback-themed, and I couldn't... There was really nothing much to do with Hunchback in there, and, and that was given a massive red flag at the start when we went into the bar, we had a drink, and then you had to enter into the actual theatre... And the th- and to enter into the theatre, they literally put you in a giant toilet roll. It was a giant <laughs> toilet roll, and I'm I'm being completely serious. It was a giant cardboard roll, and they put you in there, and then they just spun you around a few times, and then opened it up, and you went into the theatre. And it was like, and I remember like being like, why did we have to get spun around? And they're like, I, I, yeah, I, I what don't was know. that? That wasn't our call. <laughs> like, what's that got to do with the hunchback? <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, Dracula's on the Gold Coast. Check it out. Uh, Conchetta, you're also on uh, Triple J Breakfast every morning, which people can uh, tune in and hear, or they can. There's a catch up podcast. Uh, There's also your podcast, Big Natural Talents. Yes, that's it. Or as Cam calls it, Big Juicy Natural. Uh, (laughs) Is it true that you pick the songs on Triple J? Yep. (laughs) That's awesome. Yep, it feels good. I'm a glorified DJ. Can we, <laughs> can, we, can we request some songs for tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you want? Uh, just Asshole by Dennis Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm. yes. Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Everything that was number one from the years of 1991 through to 96, please. Yep. That's, that's all I want. Okay. Ronnie Weirdo Yankovic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys used to play Jamiroquai. Break them out. Yeah. Break them out yes. of the chamber. Yeah. Don't let Double J have all the fun. Reclaim those songs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. And they've done it oh, again. Oh, boy. That felt sweet off the boot, Bernie. Yep. Um, very fun app. Back onto Zoom or whatever the fuck we just used, Tommy. Riverside. It really makes me um, nostalgic about the virus that ravaged the world. Yeah. Um, loved being on the internet talking to people in a different city. Uh, much fun. Very fun. Go and see Cam's show. Cam is doing that one-off show. Um don't, you know, you don't have to, though, because we've got a show on at the yep. same time. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this from a city that's not Melbourne, then great. No clashes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Go to the other cities, not the one in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you're in Melbourne, don't go to his don't show go. here. Yeah. Fly to Sydney or Brisbane yes. and see it there. Yes. <laughs> Good point. Go to our show May 20th in Brisbane. Yes. Then stick around for a week. Yes. Go to Dracula's on the Gold Coast Perfect. and that week in between. Perfect. And then be back in Brisbane. Uh, you know what? I genuinely might do this. Make a week of it. <laughs> that sounds like a great week. Make a week of it. Dum Dum <laughs> Dracula's. Dracula's Dracula's. Dracula's Dracula's. Cam. Cam. I'd mi- then Dracula's. There was there is something on in Brisbane on May the twenty seventh that I wanted to see. I can't remember what it is, and I was thinking, damn, that's annoying that that's not the same weekend that we're there. Mm. But now that we've done this app, yep. yeah, I can stick around. Yeah, I'll go to Dracula's every night. I'll see Cam, and then I'll see whatever that thing is that I can't remember. Yes. Um. Hey, sweet little other tiny little plug. I'll say, go and see Brett Blake's show Dog Act in Melbourne. That's starting the same time now. It's on for the month only because. For some reason, uh, he did our live show in Adelaide, and he was great. Mm. And uh, we were talking about, you know, we pay our guests, and he goes, "Oh, we'll just you know, just do an ad for us." Yep. I was like, "Yeah, cool." So we did that the other week, and then, but then he was like, "No, do two ads for us." I'm like, 
I just never said anything because I'm like, is that worth two ads, an appearance? I don't know if it is. I do understand the argument that, like, the ad in the episode that you're already on, well, that's the ad. You would have gotten a plug-in anyway. Right. Right? So this, in a clean... I, I kind of understand. No, but it wasn't. I kind it of wasn't, understand, but also, fuck you, Brent. Yes, yes. <laughs> the argument wasn't, that doesn't count as an ad. It was The argument was, I want two ads for that. Oh, like, okay. Well, that doesn't. No, yeah. well, that makes no sense. Yeah. My, uh, if I was in his position, I would say, yeah, I would have gotten the plug anyway. Right. That so was a better this argument. this is already the ad. Yeah. The ad should be in a thing where I'm not in, so I'm getting double coverage. Yes. Because, I mean, why are you stopping at two? Yeah. Why not just go, fuck you, give me ten? Well, not only that, but uh, <laughs> when we're in Adelaide, Keep I said... plugging the show after I've finished it. I did him a favour. I said, uh, I emailed everyone that had been to the show, and mm. I said, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Also, Brett Blake's on for the rest of the week. Why don't you go and see Brett Blake? Mm. And then he's, it's never enough though, is it? Hey? No, never people, enough. They bleed you dry. That's it. That's it. I try and be a good friend. And what does it get me? I smell another one of your famous Facebook statuses coming up. <laughs> Some people just love to take, don't they? <laughs> What's this about, Carl? I don't want to say. <laughs> uh, can I quote some song lyrics? What? You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. No, go and see Blakey. He, um, as of time of recording... He smashed the Comedy Festival Gala, and I know that because you he, went. he told me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. No one else told me that. Mm-hmm. Just Brett Blake rang me up this morning and said, guess what? I fucking killed. Wow. I was the funniest. Wow. Yeah. This he, all happened? Yeah. That, that all, that You're not worried about him hearing this and <laughs> taking umbrage with this version of events? That's never happened before, has it? So. <laughs> no, he's great. He's great. He's we great, love Brett. He's Always a great a act. fun show. Great act. One of my parents' favourite comedians, wow. puzzlingly. <laughs> Very little in there for them, I would have thought. But but now, now I'm like, I hope it's your mum's favourite comedian because that's more puzzling than, you know, I mean, with your dad, your dad likes cars and hands-on things a bit more than your mum mm. would. No? I think genuinely it's the same with Kappa where they, before they'd seen either of them do comedy, both of those boys met them and were very polite to them. Right. And that goes a long way with that generation. Of course. So I think they're sitting there and, you know, Brett's up there like, yeah, and then I'm, I'm fucking calling this kind of cow and yeah, I'm yeah. fucking, I'm fucking classy, yeah, cunt. Yeah. Which is like not their speed at all. Yes. They're, but they're just, it's like white noise. They're yes. just remembering when, you know, Brett kind of like yes. pulled, pulled a seat out for they've, my mum to sit in. They've you blocked know? all that out and, got, and, <laughs> and remembered... Mrs. Allsop, you're looking <laughs> yeah, lovely yeah, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just go to my parents' point of view and it's just, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like the thought bubble above their heads yeah. of like Brett like shaking my dad's hand. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're <laughs> at Town Hall. Five years ago. They're at Town Hall during the Comedy Festival looking up at the blackboard of all the acts and going, someone saying, what about Dave Hughes? No, he's uh, never actually pulled a chair out for me in his life. So nah. fuck you, Zee. No, thank you. Nah. Um, Stephen K. Amos offered me a scone. All right, we're going to see Amos. Great. Yep. Let's do it. Yep. We, uh, I was with my mum yesterday. We were in the city getting lunch. We were walking through a food court. And then uh, as we were walking along, this guy kind of just sitting next to where we were walking past, he just kind of goes, oh, and like, Pulls out his phone and he's got the like he's listening to the podcast oh, I caught at one the of them exact the other day. moment that I, I was that walking past. Yep. And then my mum's just like, "What the hell just happened there?" Yeah, 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 and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, that was a man who was lit, like listening to the podcast." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mum's like, "But you're here." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I copped that the other day. As you well. are never going to understand what your son does. That is a very funny thing that that is obviously you know is a thing to do. I just someone just yelled, just hey. And then just, I'm like, who the fuck is this? And they just hold up an iPhone with our logo on it. I will say, 
it happens a weird amount. Yeah, yeah. Like it's already the size of the podcast in a city this big mm. getting recognised frequently yeah. is weird enough. Yes. But then the second weird coincidental element of it of recognised at the exact moment that the person yes. is listening to it. Yes. The odds of that are insane. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the fact of like you and I having it happen in the same week yes. is truly bizarre. Yes. Yes, but thank, thanks. But keep it up. I like it. It's good. But I mean, what I liked about it was, and I would have to assume, I mean, I didn't see what episode it was, but I would assume it's the new one because it's like I had uploaded it, hit it submit, hit submit, gone out for lunch with my mom. Yeah. So I just do like the idea that this guy's listening to it hot off the press. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, man, that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was doing it for yeah, before yeah, I yeah. set foot out the door. That's good. <laughs> if, I had, if I'd forgotten to upload it, you'd have fucking nothing right now. You'd be yelling at me going, mate, just, it's 1pm, where's hold, the fucking app? You're holding up a Taylor Swift album artwork yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, ha- enjoy. That would be good. I mean, if you see us out and about and yeah. you want to say hi to us, but you're not listening to the pod, yes. still feel free to hold up yes. the phone Show and go, what you're listening to. I, I'm listening to the new Unknown Mortal Orchestra album, but I'll yeah. get to the pod yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to yours this morning. Yeah. This is what I'm up to now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Ronnie Chang's on Mark Marin. I'm, I'm listening to that. I'm talking to Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Love the pod. Dad. And then put him on. I'll say hello. Dad. <laughs> You know those guys I'm always talking about that I pretend are my friends? (laughs) I'm talking to Dad. Love the podcast. Thanks, guys. (laughs) That's good. I like that. All right. All right. Well, speaking of thanking people. Yep. um, Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to all you freeloaders, but in a a special thank you to people who monetize this thing for us, who put food on our table, Mm. who put the um, Nintendo, uh, put the game in your Switch, who put the... Penang on my first meal, touching down in Samui. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Thanks for your moolah. Um, thank you to everyone who's been, you know, uh, thanked over the years. But we're, we're making a special effort of thanking some new additions to the Stuart Hall of Fame this week. Absolutely. Um, th- let's turn on the AT. A- a- I can't even fucking remember what it's called anymore. Uh, You're on your own. Yeah. Let's turn on the computer that says the names. And, uh, You're not even going to have a crack? I keep saying, thinking ETA, but that's the environmental... <laughs> the estimated time of arrival. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's chuck that on. Yes. Let's chuck on the to be confirmed. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, t- turn on the LOL and uh, read some You genuinely out. have no idea what it is. Uh, you don't even want to have a stab. Random, what was it? What did, it used to be called the random I, name generator, didn't it, or something? I, yeah, I think it did. I don't it? know why we changed it. I, yeah, no... You, yeah, there was some storyline. Canonically, there. there was some. There was something we, that the license expired, so we got a new one. I think that was it. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I haven't got it. What's the first initial? It's gone from my brain. U. UTA. Yep. That's it. The unplanned title alternator. That's it. Of course. Why didn't I remember that? Um, why, thank- please write in and let us know. Why did we change it from the random? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the, fucking reason was did we have for that storyline? I think, I think, wasn't it like it was something like they were charging us one million dollars a something week like for that. it, so then we had what, to change. What brands. I like about the guts of the show is just like 
you know, it's our, it's like, hey, here's what happened to me this week. Yeah. Here's what I've been doing. Here's yeah. what our lives are. Yeah. And then we get in here and it's like SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, when Mr. Wrinklebum came yeah, in and yeah, uh, yeah. now we've got the Stuart Hall of Fame and yeah. the Unplanned Title Altar, formerly the Random Name Generator, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Mr. Comedy's going... Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Real Housewives of Miami and then the second half of the episode... They're in space, yeah. dressed up as Vulcans, yeah. just shooting around between planets. I always thought it was funny in Ren and Stimpy how it's like every time you see their house, it's something different. It's like, oh, was it? who gives a fuck? There's no reason for them to have a defined yeah, canonical yeah, house. It's yeah. like, yeah, they live in a barrel this week. That did Next weird week me they're out a in a fucking... Uh, as a cartoon, it's just yeah. like, yeah, what? who gives a shit? Yeah. It doesn't did, matter where they are. It did make me feel a little bit unsafe, the lack of regularity in that show. Do you... Uh, I follow a bunch of the, like, old Simpsons writers people on Twitter and every now and then they'll be like – because, you know, there's like – you can tell with the Simpsons house it's like pretty defined layout. Yep. It is generally pretty consistent. Mm. But then every now and then, especially in the earlier seasons, someone will send one of them a screenshot and just be like, where the hell is this room? Yeah, yeah, right. And they'll be like – like, there's a bit where, you know, Bart has the fight with his friends over the comic book in in the treehouse. Yeah. And Marge is, and there's the storm, and Marge is like, "Oh, it's really coming down out there. You should check on Bart and his friends." Yeah, yeah. yeah and Homer's yeah. like, looks up. He's like, "Yeah, they're fine." And he's in this like weird little rumpus room on a beanbag. Yes. In front of a tiny TV, and you can see <laughs> the you can see the silhouette <laughs> of the kids the fighting backyard, with yeah. the lightning going off. And yeah. it's like based on the entire rest of the geography of what we know of the house. It was mm. like someone going like, "Where's this room?" Yeah. <laughs> and then they like have to. I think it was like either Bill Oakley or Josh Weinstein. They like drew a diagram, and they're like. I think we thought it was kind of in here, but right. then we never. We thought we well, might throw back to it, and then wasn't we just there never a, did. Wasn't there an episode there was an electricity room or something as well? Where was that? Oh, the electricity room. Yeah, remember that in their house? Yeah, do you remember that? You mean when they get the electroshock therapy? No, no, no. Where they're no, zapping no, each no. other. Someone takes over the house, like they're making a movie, maybe, and they just keep all the electricity in that house. <laughs> Remember that? Was no, that a full? Was that when they made the Fallout Boy movie? Oh, maybe. I think maybe that was it. Yeah, mate. Oh no, that's isn't that when they redesigned Flanders' house? Flanders' house gets destroyed by the hurricane. It's finally whole... come to this. Us talking about old Simpsons <laughs> episodes, <laughs> and the whole town chips in to rebuild his house. I don't think and, it's that. And they and they've fucked it, and it's like there's a room where it's like gets narrower and narrower. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it's like Flanders has oh, the Oh, they break. build their own house. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. uh, now we can only get the electricity oh, in one room of the house. Oh, that might be it. And then they go out the front and Flanders has that, you know, the nice guy Flanders, he find, he has he a breakdown and he's right. just like swearing at everyone. Right, 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 right. That, 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 sounds, that does sound right. <laughs> he goes up to, it's like screaming at everyone and he goes up to home and he's like, and you might be the worst of them all. And he walks off and home and goes, man, I got off lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, we finally become it's a good those, show. We finally become those guys at the party. Yep. Yep. Well, hey man, I mean, I don't know what your excuse is, but I'm still just riding high on uh, the glow of the Stripsons. It really yeah. reinvigorated my love of the source material. Oh right. Yeah. I messaged them by the way to say, oh. uh, "Hey, check out the pod." Yeah. Gave you a glowing review. Yep. Hoping it might show up on the socials. Yes. And who, whoever runs the socials was like, "Oh, I'll pass this on to the cast. They'll be wrapped." Right. No follow up after Damn. that. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, all right, thank you very much to everyone uh, that subscribes, but in particular, first cap off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Crystal Young. Crystal Young. K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Okay. Yep. Okay. We have, uh, speaking of strippers. Yeah. There's a stripper name if ever I've seen one. Absolutely. Crystal Young. I mean, if you're at the strip, if you're at the Rippers, yep. you don't want someone with the surname Young. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Well, you don't want Crystal old either. Oh, sure. Crystal, 
Crystal prime cut. Crystal, <laughs> just right. Crystal prime cut of beef. Crystal barely legal. <laughs> barely legal. <laughs> I remember seeing that, like... Fucking I, hell. I remember ha- someone having a copy of that, like, when I was a kid, like, uh, barely legal. It's like, cool, so are we. Like, that's not, yeah, a, yeah. That's not a genre I'm particularly right. attracted to. It's like... Remember, like, early internet days, there was, like, that website that was literally just a countdown until the Olsen twins turned 18? No. And even just at that point, being like, ah, oh, I know it's early days, but I think we should shut this thing down. I <laughs> it's remember... It's being used for the worst. I remember before that, I remember there, there used to be, like... In picture and people, those the mm-hmm. you know what do you call that that is genre of magazine now like the soft porn but like soft. masquerading as lads ent- entertainment yeah. or whatever it is lads mag I guess lads mag to some degree except that I think in England that was seen as like a it was sort of a bit more upmarket and you wouldn't right but here it was like you know over there you'd have interviews with footballers and stuff and you know gadgets and whatever but back here it was just like. Chicks with their boobs out, and then occasionally a guy with his dick out, and I, then I mean the true question is like when they're described. If you work at that magazine and you're describing your job to like let's say an auntie or like a partner's like a new partner's family at a barbecue, mm. what are you saying you do? Yeah, I work well, at a magazine. Oh, yeah. like uh, like Empire, yeah, like Woman's Day, yeah. No, a bit more of like a gentleman's mat. You know, mm. there must be. Yeah. There must be a shorthand sort of a within the one. industry. Yeah. A comedy magazine. Sort of a funny magazine. <laughs> um, can I have a look? No. Uh, I remember them having a few of these ones where it was like, it's the it's the, the countdown to um, these people turning of a legal age yep. so, so they can get their tits out uh, in the magazine. But you look at the photo shoot and all the photo shoots would be, you know, like, oh, it's only a month or two months ago, whatever it was. But you're seeing... They're showing pictures of that person with their boob, you know, teasing with their boobs slightly covered up. And you're like, mm. you know that that means you've photographed them already. Right. So they've been photographed underage. You've made them get nude in front of you. Yeah. And uh, they're underage. underage. Yeah. You are just releasing them when they're of legal age. I thought you were going to say it's like they're still nudes and they're like, hey, won't it be great in a month's time when we can reprint these and then you don't have to feel guilty about oh, right. looking at them? When you right can have now, a, yeah. you should feel really yeah. bad. At if the you're moment, beating off to this, shame yeah. on you. Three weeks to go until what you're doing to your dick right now is legal. Yes. Yeah. Currently, yeah. you're committing a crime. Yes. And we've put a tracking device yes. in this magazine. <laughs> and what, if a single drop of cum gets on it, yep. the police turn up that's, at your house. That's how the barcodes work these days. <laughs> so, so, But I remember that and I remember that the English... It, it must have changed, but I remember seeing English magazines where they were like, oh, it's the big countdown until this person gets their top mm-hmm. off. It's like, oh, cool, so they're 18 then. And it's like, no, 16. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. France is just over there. <laughs> <laughs> just crazy. That must have changed. Without looking it up, I'm assuming that has changed. Ah, uh, the British. Because they, they stopped the page three girls, didn't they? That's That's... Mm. No longer a thing. Anyway, sorry, Crystal Young. Yeah. To just immediately go to... Yes. <laughs> you're a stripper. Yes. Although, we did have... Uh, in Adelaide, we were standing around after the show. Yes. And a burlesque performer... Yes. ...came up to us. Yes. And was like, hey, can I get a t-shirt? Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah. Put some clothes on for yeah. us. That was... Their, oh, that was... They weren't working. Yeah. <laughs> um, Madam, please, you can have the t-shirt for free. Yeah. You'll catch a cold. <laughs> Getting around like that. <laughs> you catch your death. Um, thanks, Crystal Young. And uh, I hope uh, I hope you have a, a, an appropriate job to your name. Yep. Something as exciting as uh, 
bringing many young and old men a lot of pleasure. Yeah, in, in the uh, in some very unlit nightclubs, giving men th- what what we all want mm. the uh, just bonus. a moment in their life when they get to think. I could save her from all this. Yes. <laughs> she loves me. Yeah. I've depressingly had that moment. <laughs> I've been that guy. I think, I think I've told this before. One of the couple of times I've been in a strip club, uh, I was wearing a Run the Jewels jumper that had oh, yeah. the little logo thing on it. And um, the this lady came up to me and she's like, oh, I love Run the Jewels. And in my head I was like, man, we got the same taste in music. Yeah. <laughs> We're on here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great. And it didn't. And that's 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 how you met your girlfriend. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's uh, that's who you're with now. <laughs> that's cool. Um, thank you very much to pa- uh, Patreon subscriber. Oh, thanks, thanks, Crystal. By the way, thanks, Crystal. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Bryce Marshall. Bryce Marshall. Mm, very, very, from strip club sounding to very much. Uh, what would you say? Look, office bound. I would say that's... Office bound. Mm. I was getting a bit of law enforcement vibe. Maybe that's just because Marshall is in the title. Oh, yeah. I think Bryce brings it back to a bit of white collar, though. Yeah, that's true. In my opinion. That's true. Uh, maybe, maybe this is a long bow, but, but not too much. It's uh, a little bit car salesman, I've, because I've just uh, been sent a message. My wife has just bought a new car. Oh, okay. She's just traded her car in. Yep. And uh, today's the day that she's bringing this, this new car... Home. What are you getting? Uh, well, it's not me. It's her. Yeah. She's. Uh, she, You're not going to be allowed to drive it. I'm. I'm only allowed to drive it when 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 I have to, when I pick up the kid or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because when she bought this car, the 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 car she just traded in twelve years ago. Mm. Uh, I on my first drive, I damaged the car. How many? So wait, twelve years ago. Yeah. How long have you had your car for? How many cars has she bought in the space of you having your one same car? This is she had a car, then she bought that car, had it for twelve years. Now she's bought another car. Okay, so three, three. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She's she's driven in three cars. I am still driving the same car that I had the last girlfriend. Mm. I've had this car. This is the twentieth year of me having this car. Wow! Right, right now, <laughs> yeah. Insane. Yeah. It's, and it wasn't like a new car then. No. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> My dad used to have that same car. Man, I keep seeing that same model, but like owned by people who have taken care of their cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and being like, man, that could have been me if I'd could've done anything me. in the last 20 years. Yep. I mean, there are, there's some of them out there that are like, not a collector's item, whatever the term, equivalent term is for a... Old nice car. Yeah, there'd be their fans out there. No, you absolutely. Could get in Facebook groups, and there'd be people like. Fucking. No, absolutely. They're not cheap to buy. They are not yeah, yeah, cheap yeah. to buy. I, I was looking them up and going, "Wow, that's how much I could get for it if my car was in any half decent condition in any way." I bet there's enthusiasts that have seen you drive down the street and just been like, "Oh my god!" Well, like no, seeing a. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't think so because from the outside, it's not. In bad condition. Yeah, because it's all pranged up or anything like no, that. No, there's nothing wrong yeah, with the, yeah, the exterior. Yeah. It's more the interior, the mechanics, the everything else. <laughs> well, maybe they've heard it coming on a particularly bad day and been like, "Yeah, 
She deserves so much better. Look, that's very fair. <laughs> that is very fair because now it is, for the first time, for all, you know, when people say, oh, you got this old car, like, I don't give a fuck. It works beautifully. Yep. But the last time I fucked up, that story that I told six months ago, whatever I did, yep. when I was going to the dentist, yep. that has not helped it in any way. So ever since then, it's been not quite right. Yeah. Uh, so now when I do start it up, it's like... Oh, this is like I do need to get another car. This mm. is the thing I'm I'm doing my research at the moment. And, yep. And I was actually thinking, fuck, how do I get rid of this car? Like, I don't really, I don't want to spend all this money and fix it up and then sell it because whatever money I spend on, I reckon I won't get as much money back to sell the car. I'll tell you who would have the time of their life assisting. Oh, this. I don't know who. Now that you've said that, my dad. Yes. <laughs> Right in his wheelhouse. D. Daslow. Daddy yep. Daslow. Loves cars. Yeah. Retired. Yeah. Loves a little task like this. But he's still got your, he's still got his Rolls Royce to work on, doesn't he? No, he's still building that. But he just, like, when I got the car I have now, which I've had for near, uh, two and a bit years, yeah. I just kind of offhandedly said, like, eh, kind of thinking about getting a new car. This is like after, you know, this is like six months into the pandemic or so. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, looks like we'll be confined to just sort of driving around for a bit. You know, I've never cared too much about it. It'd be nice to get something that drives a little easier. Just something I'm thinking about. And then, like, the next day, had mm. an email of, like, 15 different Great. listings. And he'd gone through and, like, pros and cons of each. Great. Don't know what your price range is. This is what you could get for this. This mm. is what you can get for this. This is what I reckon you'll get yep. for your car. Like, to, like, went with him out to, like, where um my car was, which was, like, out in, like, Werribee. Yep. Um, and goes to me, now look, when it comes to asking what you'll get for your car, I reckon, I reckon you can get two. Mm. Don't accept anything under two. Yep. And then the guy was like, I'll give you 800 bucks for it. Mm. And dad just goes, done. Yep. <laughs> like, Great. why did you, <laughs> why were you the one that sold me out so quickly? Yeah, but, uh, no, he, he fucking, he loves all that shit. Cause yeah, it truly is a thing where it's like, if you don't know what you're doing, you just you start to look into it and you're like, I'm gonna get fucked here. Yeah. I just know it. Yeah. Well, I I kind of think I don't. It, there's not enough wiggle room in how much money I would get for that car. I was even thinking, fuck, what could I do with it for the pod? Because I I could even give oh the, my god, give the give drive it, away, it off the Westgate, <laughs> give it away as a prize, have a big competition or something, something. I don't even know. I don't. That's know what not to bad. Do. Yeah. We could do one of those like old school. Radio things where like everyone has their hand on it, oh, yeah. <laughs> and last one left. <laughs> That's good. Last one left. We just we just do a live pod from fifty people with their hand on your car. That's good. And we're just there until there's one person left. That's good. We could do a um like a like Triple J used to do, just steal their idea. Where remember they would do that that thing where they just wanted to get the brand out there. Mm. It's a great idea. Get the brand out. if you if you get the brand out there enough for Dum Dum. You mm. get you get my old Beamer. So if you... Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say you do some paint job on it. No, no. If you kill a man and carve our logo into his back... Yep. And then that ends up on the front page of The Age, mm. you've got the car. You've got the car. Yeah. You know what I always thought? You know what I thought was truly like the best piece of comedy for a long time when I was about 15 was a clip from the first season of The Tom Green Show where he, t- he takes his parents' car and oh, he gets yes. a picture... Of like two women eating each other out, yep. airbrushed onto the pa- onto the yep. front of it, and then he just brings it back and he wakes his parents up and he's like, "Look, Dad, the slut mobile," <laughs> and his dad's like, "Oh my god!" It's like, "But Dad, I got you this present." Yep. It's and he just gets just the refrain of him continually going, 
It's the slut mobile. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you got some heinous shit airbrushed onto that car, yeah. and then we just go on a, we just like drive, we just like drive the Nullarbor in it. We do wow. some like lap around the country in yeah. it as its final tour of duty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just. Dumb dumb logo on the side. Yeah, yeah. And you sucking my dick on the bonnet. <laughs> really detailed airbrushed. Yeah. Man, or we do like you get something done on the roof, which most people aren't gonna see. Right. And then we just have to get ourselves into some kind of like O. J. Simpson style. Yes. We're gonna be you know, yeah. we're gonna show up on the news chopper. Yep. And uh yeah, look, they've uh yeah, um, beloved entertainment personality Husey, he finally went crazy. He's wanted by the cops, <laughs> these two comedians. Are helping him flee. Yeah. We've got live footage here, and uh, huh, this appears to be a picture of one of them getting sucked off on the roof. <laughs> and and it, like the Ford Bronco, they're not going very fast because they're hanging no. out the window going, Can you see this? <laughs> this? Can you see the on the bonnet? Can you see this? <laughs> that is good, actually, because it's like, you know, those people hanging off the bridge with the, yeah, the yeah, juices yeah, loose yeah. signs. Yeah. But in our version, it's people being like, Husey's loose. Yeah, yeah. Husey's Hugh, losing it. The Hughes is loose. The Hughes is loose. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Bryce Marshall. Thanks, Bryce, for sponsoring that riff. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Samuel Karam Karam. Samuel Karam. Samuel Karam. Cut and paste whichever one you want. Thank you, Samuel Karam, or thank you, Samuel Karam. Spell K-A- this bitch out for me. K a r a m. Karam. Is that it? I don't know. Sure. Karam. That, I said both of those things. Karam from Spiderbait. <laughs> from Spiderbait. It's, it's Karam. It's uh, the drummer from Spiderbait if he was a genie. Oh, yeah. Karam. That's good. I like that. <laughs> That's not bad at all. Yep. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll grant you three wishes and they're all... Um, all right. Black Betty, yep. Buy Me a Pony, yep. and uh, Four to the Floor. There you go. All right. That's good. That's good. That's a that's a good funny fellow sketch right there. Um, yeah, that's great. We have one celeb guest for the entire season, <laughs> and it's Cram from Spiderbait in a sketch called Karam, yeah. the Spiderbait Genie. And he comes in and he's like, so what's the script? And we're like, oh, we haven't really written one yet. Yeah. We were just kind of hoping we'd freestyle this. Yeah, we, we thought you might have some ideas. <laughs> I mean, you've done enough gigs in your life. I mean, surely you've run into comedians and they've been funny. Did any mm. of that wipe off on you? Yep. You did, you've done um, Speaks and Specs. Hey, did they say I anything funny on, on that? Uh, I worked on the first season of Talking About Your Generation and I think he may have been a guest on the very first episode. And as a big Spiderbait fan, I was stoked. I, I, well, you And you I didn't what? want to be unprofessional because I'm like, you know, like 20, stoked to have this job. First taping, and I'm like very just kind of like trying to stay in the corner, but I also want to meet Cram and like get a photo with him. Mm. And then he comes in, and he's got the same watch as me. Oh, and I'm like fuck, we're on here. Yeah, and I just sidle up. Hey man, cool watch. <laughs> Can I get a photo of us with our watches? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, brother. <laughs> so like my Facebook profile picture for a very long time, me and uh, Cram with our same watches. Right, what a cool guy. You, well, I don't know if you remember this, but not oh a few years ago, he was on. Spicks and Specs when I was yep. working on it. Yep. And we were both talking about that, that Spider-Man were playing in fucking Mornington or Frankston or something like that. Mm. And we, for some reason, we were like, you know what? We're going to go. Let's go and see them play out there. Yeah. And then when he was on the show, I then went up to him and went, hey, 
we're, me and my friend are going to go and see you in Frankston or Mornington or something. Um, so can you just get it? This is what's going to happen. I'm going to talk into my phone and go, hey, I'm Tommy. Yeah, look, definitely we're going to Frankston to see Spider-Man. What do you reckon, Cram? And then him going, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go too. Something like that. And I got filmed that and then <laughs> sent it to you. And then neither of us went to the fucking show. <laughs> I just also love the difference in these two stories. Where I'm like, ah, it's like 20. I was like pretty nervous and just like trying to keep a low profile. And then yeah. I see the watch and I'm like, okay, maybe this is my end. And you're just like bowling up. Hey, will you do a voice memo for my friend? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I'm not 17. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah 43 exactly. at that point. <laughs> hey, man, I noticed we have the same watch. Yeah. Now, can you record a voice memo for my friend? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't we go to that show? I don't know. Something happened. I, I used happen. to, I saw them quite a few times. Uh, when I was like early 20s, uh, always a fun time. And they're always popping up on things here and there. And I'm always like, okay, this is it. I'm, yeah. You know, I've just never. I missed out. I you never know what get I missed around out. to it. Here's a band that I've never seen that I, I should see. And I, I missed out the other day. Milan was going to see uh, down in St Kilda, going to see the Hoodoo Gurus for free. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I should see them once in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, come down right now. I'm fucking really drunk. I'm like, no, I'm not. I can't do that. Ew. It's Sunday, 5.30 in the afternoon, and I have a family, and I can't say, sorry, but I have to go and see the Hoodoo Gurus. Yeah. A yep. band that you've never heard me say anything about before, but yep. it's now my life's destiny to see them. Yeah. I kind of want to get tickets to that uh, regurgitator show that's coming up in like oh, yeah. May or something. Yeah, it says it's sold May out in June. Melbourne, so probably not. No, there's a second one there. Okay. Yep. All right. That, that can happen. Um, thank you, Samuel Karam. Thank from you, Sp- Spirider Day. Spirider. The, the spider bait, bait genie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Ellen Carland. Wow. Wow. Oh, my, my God. Might be where, don't say a name, just bought her new vehicle yeah, from. Yeah. You also, might be going there pretty oh yeah, soon. Yes. I'm going to Carland. Ellen Pickapart. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ellen Car City. What did your wife get? Well, I'm about to show you. Yep. Because she's got something that's, uh, look, that you could say, wow, I didn't ever know that I wanted this, but this is part of a great car buying experience. I don't think I'll ever have this in my life. Is this new or secondhand? You're about to find this out. All right. Look at, this is the car that my wife has just bought, and it has got a big old bow on the top that, of it. Now that is... That's cool, right? That's what you want. I've never bought yeah. a car new. Yeah. And yeah, that thing of like... Because yeah, you go, you drive past like a like an actual showroom. Yes. One of those like big nice ones that's on the like side of the freeway. Yes. And especially those ones that are parked inside. Yeah. Where you just go like, man, fucking off out of there would feel so good. Yeah, yeah. Driving away from inside a building yes. <laughs> would feel so fucking good. Imagine imagine running that car out of a fucking window. Yeah. Doing a big jump. Yeah. Um mine was like my yeah, mine was like, yeah, used car place out in Werribee. Did the deal, but also like there are a couple of things about it where we were like, uh, what if you if we're paying this what yeah. about you fix up this, 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 and this? Yep. And they're like, okay. And so I, can, you know, it's that annoying thing where you go into the situation thinking like, I'm going to leave with a car today. How cool is this going to be? Yep. But then it's like, okay, that'll be done in a week. And it's like, yeah. oh my fucking God. Yeah. So driving back from Werribee and then just like the next week having to drive back out there. Right. But also weird to drive out in my current car at the time and be like, 
this is the final voyage. I know. This I, is like I leave this and then I come back in a new car and just like getting into the car and being like, yeah, this is the last trip I'll ever go on in this car. I had the same conversation with Blanket this morning driving her to kinder going, this is the last time you'll ever be in this car. And she's like, oh, no. I imagine that's distressing to a child. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm going to miss this car. I'm like, you're absolutely not going to. Yeah. You're not going to remember it by tomorrow, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be in this nice... Now it's like it's yeah, so it's a it's a it's in the it's in the showroom, but I believe it's a um, what do you call it a uh, f- showroom car, mm. so it's not like out of a lot or whatever. Yep. Like it's it's a what do you call them? It's sort of like it's not the y- demo you, unit, yeah, demo kind of thing. like a demo model. Like if you buy the TV in JB Hi-Fi that's, that's like on that's got Avatar two on on it at the time. Yeah. By the way, I've been meaning to say this. I drove to your house the other day, and. There's like a Harvey Norman that you drive past yes. on the way from yours yes. to to yours from here. Yep. And, you know, commonly you walk through like a shop that has display TVs and they've always got like, you know, sweeping shot of the Serengeti or yep. like, you know, a, like a hummingbird flapping its wings in slow mm. motion to show like the crispness and the fidelity and yep. the, the range of colours that this image is capable of, this TV is capable of. When I drove past Harvey Norman, the TV in the window, the video to display this was just olive oil pouring out of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was like, and it really did get me. I was like, yeah. man, it, it kind of sold me on olive oil more than the TV. Right, I was like, right. Man, I bet, oh, fuck. Frying some garlic and onion up in that. Oof, I bet that's beautiful. There we go. Well, that's that's what's happened is that we've, as as most weeks when we record Talking Dumb Dumb, we haven't eaten yet. And you've just seen olive oil being poured out and gone, fuck yeah. I'm going to buy a TV. No, no, no. You need to buy lunch. Yeah. That's what's going on. But I was just looking at it going, it's not selling me on the the depths of the blacks and the whites on this screen. It's right. not showing me the colors. Yeah. It's not showing me the 4K, just like slow-mo. And I was like stopped in traffic too. So I was just watching it for what felt like ages. I was like, it's just a long video of olive oil, slow motion. Just yeah. Blah, 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 I did blah, wonder blah. how you had enough time to watch an olive oil, olive oil being poured out of a fucking bottle while you It was bad in. traffic and I was like, like literally right next to it. Right. Just sitting there going, this is going forever. Yeah. And also, why is this in the rotation? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I was, I'd, I'd be... I'd be banking on watching a bit of Finding Nemo or something rather than... They uh, love... It's always... Yeah, if you're in a JB, it's always a like a computer animated mm, film on there. Yeah. That's where you're getting your... That's where you're showing off yeah. what the TV's capable of. Yeah. I like it when they have sport on it because I'm like, I get this because this is what I'm going to be watching at home. Yeah. I'm not watching fucking, um, you know, flowers falling off a tree or something. That is... I mean, all of those, it's like, yeah, this looks great, but also this has been tailor-made for this. is this. Not the context. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll be going home and watching Real Housewives or whatever the fuck it is. Well, also, too, if you... Yeah, if you get a TV like that, and then a lot of people probably don't know, if you're... If you're paying for just like the standard rung of Netflix, if you're trying to save money and you're like, oh. I, don't need, I don't need to watch Netflix on, you know, five different screens. Yep. I'll just pay for the like the lowest rung of it. Mm. You're not getting your high def. So you're not oh. getting the most out of your TV. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, thanks, Ellen Carland. Thanks, Carland. Thanks for selling um, this, this new car to my... Uh, to my wife. Keep uh, your eyes open for a Patreon. <laughs> Ellen Carland. That's good. <laughs> LMCT 6969. <laughs> <laughs> I heard friend of the show Nick Cody do one of them this morning. I was uh, I 
plug very, in Car City. No, very rarely do I listen to any sort of radio, but... Um, I don't even own a radio. Yeah. Well, it was on in the car. I was dropping a uh, little blanket, little just then off at Kinder, and yep. I whacked it on for two seconds, and they were doing like a live read or something, and it's just funny because, you know, they get given out the, the lines of, you know, ad read. What you've got to copy. say. Yep. And uh, it's like, you know... Fifi got to say, "Ah, oh, come and fucking buy this fucking um, great Fifi impression." Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, come oh. and come and get this fucking mixer; it'll mix everything up. And then Fev's like, "Yeah, fucking, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah fucking fucking mix it up, buy this steak, fuck yes, this yeah, and it'll fucking make your dick yeah. big." And, and then, then and then, and then Cody's Nick, like, "It was uh, like, duh. yeah, yeah." He's like. I eat my own shit. <laughs> Get these nappies <laughs> for when Into do my mouth. for when do poo poo? Yeah, no. Then he's then, but he was doing the old <laughs> woo LMCT sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine really? whatever it is. Yeah, he's, he got given the job. You got it. You got it. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't know either. Because it is it is funny how it's like political ads. They have to have the like yeah. you know as spoken and authorized yeah. by uh, uh, Gary sixty nine. It's, like, it's like we said a few weeks ago. When Ben Russell had that experience of doing a gig and some people came along to the gig because they recognised him from betting ads. Yes. And it's like, that would be sick if every ad just had like a mini credits at the end of it. Yeah. Just like up for like one second. Just yeah. like, if you love the ad, you know, you can you can scrub back and do your pause and be like, yeah, yeah okay, this guy in this chicken tonight ad. Yeah. He's really got something. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to bookmark his IMDb I'm, and just keep an eye on anything he's got coming I'm up. I'm going to see, going to the comedy festival this year. I don't know who to see. Mm. Does this cunt in the Billy Guyatt's ad, is he a comedian? Yeah. Has he got something going on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks, thanks, Alan Carlin. Um, you know how like comedians pop up in a lot of gambling ads mm. in the last couple of years? Yes, they do. They make an ad for the comedy festival every year mm. and they get comedians to be in it. Mm. They should give back. They should get some problem gamblers in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well... <laughs> A lot of one and the same, I would have thought. There's a bit of crossover in that Venn diagram, but yeah. They should just like cast that thing at like the Tankerville at 3am. Yeah. Just drag someone out of the pokies room. I like it. I like it in the in the comedy <laughs> festival ad when they have a bunch of comedians in there playing themselves and then they have a comedian playing some dumb fuck that's oh, like... Oh, always good. Oh, I wonder if I could go to the comedy festival or not. What is it? And It's, it's like, good. Yeah, it is good. Someone who's doing a show. Yeah, and they're doing and a they're show. And they're like the unfunny guy at the office. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I don't it's even, really good. It's, I don't even. Yeah, again, it's like Nicody in that ad. It's like someone's just eating their own shit, going, "I don't even know what comedy is." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Pete Hellier turns up and goes, "Well, actually, comedy is Let me like, help you out. yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent." And he, he just follow me. I'm I'm walking to my gig now, and yep. then they when they walk down, and it's like, oh, this shit tastes terrible. And also because you know that people are so dumb that if that per- if they were very familiar with that ad, and that comedian playing the unfunny person or the like member of the public. Handed them a flyer. Mm. They'd be like, "Now, I've seen this guy on yeah. TV. He's not actually a comedian at yeah. all." I remember that. I remember that one minute documentary you, that I saw about this guy. You uh, during Ready Steady Cook today. You didn't even know what comedy was. Yeah, yeah. And now, now you're, you're doing, doing your own show? show. Dream on. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck off. I want half price. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, thanks, Dylan Carlin. Um, all right, let's just do one more, and then we've both got shit to do. We sure do. Um, because it is Comedy Festival time, and we've both got uh, various tasks that we should be doing instead of what the fuck we're doing now. Oh, I better start writing my shit oh, no. in a week's time. Hyperventilator. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fuckhead. Um, <laughs> thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, 
Oh, okay. That's interesting. Thank you very much to Volks Comedy. <laughs> wow. Right. Just slipped in. Uh, that must be the dealership that uh, my wife's... Uh, well, you know, one of those things where, you know, when you, as soon as you start saying stuff out loud, you get those um, yep. ads that yep. pop up and that. That's happened in our, in our feed this week. Isn't that crazy? Excited to be a Volkswagen driver? Uh, I've never driven. I mean, look, let's say it's a it's a Volkswagen, but mm-hmm. let's. I've, I've never driven a Volkswagen before. I got excited for a moment and thought it was a Volvo. I've told you the story about my dad owning a Volvo very briefly. Yes. Yeah. I for anyone so. who doesn't remember... Oh, no, I don't think I have, because I've mixed it up. You know what? I've mixed it up with my wife's story mm. about her dad owning a, a Volvo. Oh, right. So you go, and then I'll well, go. Well, mine is, dad bought a Volvo. This is when I was like, I don't know, 15 or something. And not long after that, they had this ad campaign that was, where the refrain of the ad was, bloody Volvo drivers. Yes. And it was just like, you know, people seeing people, seeing people driving a Volvo and being like, Bloody Volvo drivers! I I don't know. I don't even really know what it was playing on. Was there a thing of people hating people that dri- yes. drove Volvos? But so anyway, that ad goes on, and Dad writes to the Volvo. It has turned into. I I don't hear that anymore. It's turned into people don't like BMW drivers anymore. Oh really? Yeah. Right. It used to be definitely a real cliche Volvo driver. Right, right. So my dad wrote to them and like an angry letter Great. and was like, "I buy into the ecosystem, and then what do I see? Yeah. You making a thing on TV, shitting on me. Yes, which." I don't think is a crazily unfair argument. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like they're trying to lean in, but it also is just like, hey, anyway, yeah. buy this car and then people will hate you. They're both funny. And then he never heard back and so he just took the car back in. Right. He got his money back. He was like, fuck this. Wow. I don't want to be... It's like, all right, cool, you're saying Volvo drivers are cunts, are you? Yeah. Well, then guess what? Yeah. I won't be one anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'll go funny. back to driving my old Rolls Royce that doesn't have a floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be Fred Flintstone than some <laughs> Volvo cunt. <laughs> yeah, great. My father-in-law, I believe, bought a Volvo once and then, like, then slammed the door on his own finger. Mad. And then went, got really mad about it. And then fucking two weeks later, I was like, yeah, I don't want this car anymore. Too many bad memories <laughs> of when I slammed my own door on my own finger. I need a new car. Again, also fair. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it is the thing of like, you know, your parents are always insane and you, especially when you're younger, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this cunt? Yeah. And then it's like, you start to get a bit older and older and then you sort of remember a story from your dad doing something when he was like roughly your age when you were growing up. Right. And you sort of start to go like, yeah, I'd do that. Right. I get it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? You start to, like, I remember dad doing that when I was, you know, when that happened, when I was like 15 and being like, cunt, what's wrong with you? Mm. And then even now as I'm telling it, I'm defending him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's fair enough. They put an ad shitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I see both sides of it. But Thanks, Volks Comedy. Thanks, Volks Comedy. Uh, and thank you, loyal listener. LittleDumDumClub.com. Get a ticket to one of our upcoming live performances. They're going to be a lot of fun. Great guests coming up. Melbourne and Brisbane. Them. Exciting shit. Do it. Get out and see my show at the Comedy Festival. Get out and see heaps of shows at the Comedy Festival. Go to the Best of Melbourne Comedy. Oh, yeah. Go to Late Night Basement. Come, come and come and check out the uh, the new venue. So yeah, full disclosure: the the venue that I've been talking about for years. When I talk about Basement Comedy Club, it's been we've talked about the European Beer Cafe. If you've been to a live show, that's where they've been. Mm-hmm. It's now been rebranded as Morris House. Uh, everything's been redone inside there. It is uh, temporarily partly open for the Comedy Festival. There's no rooftop at the moment, but yeah, it's worth a squeeze. It looks pretty yeah. fucking nice in there. It's a nice little venue now, so uh, yeah, it's uh, 
come and have a look. There's plenty of friends of the show that are doing shows in there. There's best of best of showcases. There's Luke Heggie, there's Tony Martin, there's Dave O'Neill, there's Dave Hughes, there's Nick Cody, there's uh, yeah, plenty of cunts. Yeah, go see some goddamn shows at the comedy festival. Go see Brett Blake or I'll get in trouble. Yeah, good month. Everyone's in. Everyone's in good form. Everyone's pumped up. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. See you, mates. See you, mates. <laughs>